0: 20th 2023 i am actual pearl and it's time to get in the weeds on fightful overbooked because here we are here i am once again it's time to have some fun jeremy lambert is here as always and a packed show today hi jeremy how are you
1: well joel how are you
0: I am great. A Wednesday is here. There's plenty to talk about, some good stories. We're scheduled to have Misa Kate join us at 11 a.m. Eastern, so in about an hour from now. Uh, you may know her from the NWA. She's also a Chicago wrestler, so if you're a Chicago area fan of wrestling, then you've probably seen or heard Missa Kate, uh, and she's a wonderful, wonderful wrestler. So we're looking forward to having her join us in about an hour here on the show. Uh, Jeremy, hello. Hi. What's 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 the word? How you doing? We we haven't spoken since Monday, since our our big TNA exclusive. But that
1: that did well. You, I mean, let's. Uh, what do we call? It? Peel back the curtain, as you like to say, Joel Pearl.
0: I, I'm not the one who said that's a you thing, and then it just has become part of the lore of the show. We peel back. Is it, the it curtain. a me thing? Yeah, you used to say peel back. the Listen, it's a show business thing. No. We peel back the curtain. Are we in show business? I don't know. Are we a business that talks about the shows? That is more accurate.
1: Are we a business
0: at all? Like, I, Listen, I have plans and ideas, and I hope y'all will come along with us in 2024, because I have plans and I have business. We're going to get to business later.
1: I don't know any of this, so I, it'd be cool if you clued me in if it involves me.
0: All I want to do is talk with you about this stuff. We just got to. All I want to do is a zoom zoom on your boom boom. All I want to do is have some fun. I got a feeling I'm not the only one.
1: (laughs) Good song. Uh, Ryan Sullivan mentions very happy for Joel getting that shout out. We are co opted now, right, Joel? Like, there's we can't beat these allegations. Maybe we need a lawyer to beat these allegations.
0: Stop it. Oh God. We're co opted
1: (laughs) by TNA slash impact wrestling. It can be a vinch, it'll be officially TNA wrestling on January 13th, but yeah, we're we're officially co-opted, right? I mean, we were part of a press release on the TNA website as first broken by Joel Pearl and Jeremy. I don't know why your name's first. my name's first alphabetically, so I'm a little offended by that couldn't tell. as as first broken by us on in the weeds jade chung is the new tna wrestling ring announcer we're co-opted i'm sorry this is an official tna podcast now uh we're gonna have to fight bill and doug and
0: (laughs) I don't think we'll have much trouble with that. Doug does a show with Jensen. I know, but we don't see Bill much anymore. So yeah, I don't know what I Bill's up to. It's just going to be a, a, a two-on-one handicap match. I don't think. Je- I, okay, I guess this is for now custody of Stephen Jensen in this match. That's a, is that no what field. we're doing?
1: We're doing a custody of
0: Jensen. Fight? Yeah, well, it's a Jensen on a pole match. <laughs> we'll put him up there, and we'll see who wins, and we get custody of Stephen Jensen.
1: Did you bribe
0: them to put your name first, Joel? No, I think it's just because they reached out to me directly and not mm. uh not anyone else. Mm.
1: Feels like you there might be some bribery going on. I gotta get the story. What's Sean doing? He can't this this has gotta be the biggest story he's working on, right? Is why Joel's name was first in the press release.
0: I think it's because I host the post-impact show, the soon-to-be post-TNA impact show. So maybe that's why. Because I'm, you know, again, we'll pull, peel back the curtain. A lot of the interviews are gathered or picked up by Jeremy. Jeremy is the one who contacts a lot of the wrestlers that we have. Um, But sometimes I do that. I pick up the wrestlers. And that's what happened with TNA. I started doing more back and forth with TNA and their management and getting the wrestlers for them for whatever shows they have coming up. So they reached out to me directly for this one.
1: They did. They did. Yes. Oh, we we do... We do equal-ish work when it comes to, to getting getting guests, I, I would say. I don't want to put you under too much here.
0: No, but I also, you and I, again, I'll, I'll put our process over, is that on Fridays after our show, you and I will sit down, and if we haven't already booked out the week, we'll look at what's coming up in the wrestling world, and we will decide who to reach out to. And sometimes it's me, but most times it's you, because I am a person who does not like being rejected. That is just me. Or being left on read or being ignored. That that stuff usually bothers me, uh, whereas I'm pretty sure you don't care. <laughs> it doesn't bug you as much.
1: No, because as I've said, I, I'm sure I've said it on the show. If not, here we go. I'll say it right here. No, I don't care if people say no or if people ignore me because it doesn't hurt me. Like, if you're going to say no, all right, cool. Like, truthful, truthfully... <laughs> I would prefer if more people said no, because every time we get a damn guest, it just creates more work for me. So I would prefer to have nobody. So I had to do less work. Oh, I don't care if people say no. Like I'm reaching out because we do want to talk to these people. We think it'd be good to have them on. We we feel they, they provide value to have them on. And if they're just like, no, not something I want to do, or if they just don't get back to me, cool, okay. Like we're going to do our show regardless. We're going to keep messaging people Regardless, it's not like stuff ends from ours. Of like, oh no, we didn't get this person. That's we can't do anything this week. It's just like no, we just we just keep doing our show. We don't have anybody. I like getting guests for people. I don't think people just want to hear us for two hours every other day. Uh, I think the guests break up a, a nice uh break uh, of the monotony between us. But if nobody comes on, there's plenty to talk about that we can fill two hours. So, no, I, I. I don't care if people say no. We are working on a couple of uh names, hopefully, fingers crossed, come through. Um that's all that's also why I like don't say anything until they're like on the screen because uh, I'm always very worried about like, yeah, we're gonna tease this and then they don't show up. That's legitimately only happened
0: once. But Janelle was the only one, right? Yeah, Janelle's the only one, and then he showed yeah. up you know, he, he got back to us and was like, "Oh, you know, stuff happened. Let's come back yeah. to this." And he did. And Bruce Hart showed up and had a wonderful <laughs> conversation with us.
1: We've invited The Rock on. I feel, I feel, I've yeah. publicly asked. Yes. The Rock. I'm waiting for Top Dollar. I haven't actually like sent an official invite for Top Dollar. I want. I do want Top Dollar on. Yeah. I do want to battle wrap him.
0: Let's do it. I, I again, I said it on Monday. Let's do that. And then uh, MXM uh, May, Mason or the Mason. And Mansoir, awesome. yeah we want them as well, but they're on like everyone else. They're everywhere. Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of like the dream. The dream's not dead. The dream is just on hold because they're they're out there. I st- I'm still again. I put it out there, Mike Rallis. You are the dude that I'm after, Madcap Mike. You and your lovely wife Tanil. Now that you two are doing a travel show, you announced it. It's out there in the ethos. I want to talk to the two of you about the travel show, about traveling, about doing YouTube travel stuff, because that's shit that I like to, to talk about. Like, I when Jeremy and Steven had me on the, the creator spotlight, J, uh, Jensen asked me, What kind of creators are you watching on YouTube? And I said, Travel creators. I was talking about Drew Binsky and Kara and Nate and Eamon and Beck and all those, you know, couple travel vloggers. And I was like, I want. I like those people. I want to talk about that. So that's that's my pitch for Mike Rallis and uh, Tanial Dashwood to come and join us.
1: We always say this, like we will have you on to talk wrestling. That's cool. Um, I don't actually care to talk wrestling with any of these people.
0: <laughs> I get it. Like like Louis saying in the chat, get Goldberg. I would love Goldberg for so many reasons. Like that is part of my childhood, both as a wrestling fan and as a Jew. And then later on, like we got to crack so many jokes, sometimes at his expense, about his career. And I just want to, I want to pick his brain about a lot of things that aren't just wrestling.
1: We can. I don't know if we can get Goldberg. I mean, I can ask. I'm not afraid to ask any of these people. Like, I, I again, I want to make that. I just said it. But like, I'm not afraid to ask because the worst thing they're going to do is say no, or they're going to ignore me. Okay, sure. Like, doesn't affect me at all. Like, if you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. Fine, but can can ask? Uh, oh yeah. Well, 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 I'll ask Goldberg. We'll see if we can get Goldberg.
0: There you go. And I'll ask you all to leave a thumbs up on the video, and of course, subscribe to us here at Feifel Overbooked because we're on our way to fifteen thousand subscribers. Tell you what, we're at—I think we're ninety-five subscribers away from fifteen thousand. That's okay. my year-end goal. We've got 10 11 days left in the year. Let's make it happen. Tell your friends, make a Google account. I don't care how you do it. Just get us to 15,000, would you? Because that is, that's all I want for the end of this year. Make my, make my holidays happy. Okay. That's all I want. And of course you can donate a super chat, any amount of questions statement read on the air. And of course supports us here at Bible Overbooked.
1: Create fake accounts and just sign up and subscribe to the channel. That's what Joel is asking.
0: Listen, our pal Cher Delaware has 18 YouTube yeah. accounts according to her. And she's like, I subscribed to the fightful one with that. And I was like, Good, do it for us too. And she's like, nah. <laughs> and I said She's like, part of this channel. That's the problem. She's part of this channel. And it's fine. Um, where do you want to start?
1: <sighs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about cocaine later on. Get we ready are. for that? Absolutely. Excited
0: about that. Yeah, if we, if we bring on bots for our channel, Tony Khan's going to be very mad at us. A-Shock is in the chat all the time. It's true, it's true. A-Shock is like, he's showing up on the, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm assuming gender. A-Shock shows up, first of all, they're AI, so I don't even think there is a gender associated, but they show up on every show.
1: You've seen these, like, robot women who are going to replace real women?
0: Yeah, who do you think's behind it? It's the guy who also ruined Twitter.
1: Yeah, what a concept. Just... Can like, uh, how do I put this diplomatically? Uh, It ain't
0: for you, brother. How about that?
1: uh, Do they fuck?
0: (laughs) (laughs) At least we're eleven minutes in. (laughs) You know, like, is this by the way? Is this why we'll never get a deal with Sirius XM? Is because we (laughs) stare in the first fifteen minutes of the show? (laughs) is this why we can't overtake busted open it's not because of the longevity it's because of the content warnings
1: like did they put like a fleshlight there so you can like fuck it i'm just asking stop it (laughs) what stop it i'm asking the real questions that people want to know
0: (laughs) they find a way (laughs) these these are things that that I want to to know. So I'm going to bring up two things. First of all, Alan in the chat mentioned he just wants to collect your DNA. That's actually like a viable like situation that we could be looking at is that he's just trying to collect your DNA. They'll send it to, uh, I don't know, some sort of content farm that they have or uh, some data farm that they have out in the middle of nowhere. Like tinfoil hat on, man, that is a very good possibility that they're just they're going to collect your dna they're going to they're going to somehow that thing's going to be filled with different you know processors and different i don't know just some ways to do it some ways to get all your information
1: i mean the, the phones do that i don't need a a, a robot hanging around they
0: they don't house. get your dna samples they just get your eyeballs they yeah, get yeah. that I, I, I've had... Whatever, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> and then Ellen also asked us, why don't we do memberships like the main channel? We've talked about doing YouTube memberships. We are investigating this. If this is something that people want, then we'll do it. Of course, that comes with more content that we would release. Stop laughing about this. Box. I'm not
1: laughing about the man- membership. I know you're laughing I'm about laughing the... I'm laughing about Jerry wants to fill it with this deal. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: oh... God no. <laughs> you are married with children. Something. I am.
1: That's a, show. Uh, a I, show. I'm not asking for myself. I have a beautiful lovely wife who is the greatest person in the world. I don't need a robot female. But some people might be hard up and might want a robot female companion and I'm asking the hard questions
0: for them. Please just pay a human. Just pay a human. Pay a human? If you want, listen, if you're going to pay to buy. But like, robots, they won't
1: cook and clean if you pay the human that you're talking about paying. I mean,
0: some people will if you pay them enough. And that's I'm not. The sure. Chris,
1: that's the old Chris Rock joke of like, oh, I'll do anything you want for $60. And he's like, bitch, paint my house.
0: <laughs> Those blintzes were terrible. Paint my chicken coop make oh, oh. you can't
1: you can't pay pay a human to to do that i mean you can't like then you gotta pay like a bunch of different humans to do a bunch of like then you, you're talking about like a maid a painter what are uh, we doing uh, well i'm just i'm asking the hard questions here
0: this is oh my goodness listen how about we get ourselves a sponsor first and then and then we'll go, Alex, someone on Twitch is like, what is this conversation? That is a good question. It's not the conversation I started. That's for sure.
1: There are robot women. All right. This is a real thing that I saw on Twitter. Yeah, this and, is something going on. Yeah, this is a real thing. I don't know. I didn't look too much into it because I I don't have a use for it, but the 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 tagline of this is like women will become obsolete. It, this is the legitimate tagline, by the way. It's like women will become obsolete because of these robot women, and I'm just thinking like, well, that's probably not true at all. Like you can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the question that i feel a lot of people are gonna have right
0: yes most most men will i will first ask ask the question can i stick my dick in it there's a whole subreddit called don't stick your dick in that and it's currently that oh this
1: is by the way a hundred percent true here's the truth women don't need men at all no, no it's
0: true men That's are the crazy. fucking
1: worst are yeah. you kidding me <laughs> this is the problem this is the problem with men by the way joel is if they created a robot man women would not be like oh can i can does it have a dick like, that would not be their question at all. They'd probably be, just be like, cool, something I don't have to spend my money on and something that won't sit around to do nothing to support me.
0: Like, like, great. Will it do the things that I don't want to do, in, like, around the house or the, the errands that I don't want to run? Yeah. I, honestly, I would do that with any robot. By the way, the anonymous general manager for ITW has already messaged me multiple times saying, what is this news? I have no idea what robot stuff is going on. Uh, I said, you've got to stop this man. And she said, oh, he's too far gone. And I haven't seen any of this. I, I have, I'm hearing it echoing down the hallways about robots and having intercourse with them.
1: I, I'm just I'm hey, asking the tough questions. That's all. That's all. This is a uh, factual by Troy, by the way. <laughs> Humans were a mistake. The male demographic is just, we don't, we're not good. Like, we're not. Can I ruin the robot's credit
0: card? <laughs> <laughs> Can it apply for a credit card? The human torch was denied a bank loan.
1: I, where well, yeah, this all of this was a mistake all of it this,
0: this... show was a mistake oh, that's that's true. 107 episodes of mistakes <laughs>
1: that's 100 <100%. laughs> percent.
0: anyway what's is...
1: the i feel like that's a bit isn't it ryan of of somebody just being like oh can i fuck it like isn't that like a, a comedian bit that someone does has or am i just not out to. of I feel like it, I all I, I think of like the I have nipples Greg can you milk me like you could milk anything with nipples like I feel like that's but I feel like there's a, a bit of like all right well can I fuck that like I, I maybe I'm maybe I'm not maybe I'm wrong
0: we're gonna get golden dollar signs so hard it's not even funny
1: yeah he says it can't remember whose it is either I knew I knew it was but I can't someone someone in the chat maybe can uh can recall it uh yeah. <laughs> Just men rude. can already buy automatic jack off machines on amazon is that a thing
0: well yeah i mean they're just yeah they, yeah they exist <laughs> hold on what yeah no hold it exists
1: hold on yeah,
0: yeah, yeah no it does it, it, it's- what do you
1: search for that like oh by the way i go to amazon it's like we need to make sure you're not a robot that's the first thing well, I mean. i've <laughs>
0: never seen this. well because you might not try to have sex with it
1: on Amazon. Can I fuck Amazon?
0: Good God. <laughs> this show is so far gone. It's not even funny. I, I don't even think we're going to talk about wrestling at this point. Even nah, who wonders. cares? Can the robots There's bang? other
1: shows for that. That's,
0: that's true. Can the so robots bang for
1: Amazon? Automatic jerk-off
0: machine. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do it on Amazon. I'd literally pick anywhere else. <sighs>
1: Oh my We're going to try Amazon and see what happens. It just gives me a Keurig. <laughs> I <Like>, think. <laughs> can okay. I fuck the coffee maker?
0: Yeah. In the, uh, there are a couple spots, but it's mostly where you <laughs> put the, the, the things, the, uh, the pods.
1: Now it doesn't. The BFF pro. Is that, is that. Hold on. Look at this thing. I don't know what this thing actually is. Stress relief, relaxation, warms muscles. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's a, uh, it's like a uh, uh, massage machine here. But like they
0: always used to be called massagers.
1: Yeah, look at this thing, Joel. <laughs> Hold on, let me take this photo and upload it.
0: No, oh. please don't. <laughs> 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 oh. oh my goodness. Hold on. Hold oh, on. My- if you made it this far i'm so sorry look at this thing oh Oh, no like the bff pro (laughs) pretty that's a pretty girthy looking bff
1: (laughs) oh my god (laughs) that looks like it's good for men and women right like
0: probably listen yeah it goes anywhere (laughs) oh good lord where i'm already getting dms being like i want to pitch a new show for you guys it's called off the rails we, we do it's called in the weeds it's literally called off the rails no off-
1: we'll, we'll talk about that with <laughs>
0: <laughs> what i saw that one coming did they not do cocaine on the pay-per-view was it working cocaine or was it shoot cocaine let's get an answer so oh,
1: anyway man. professional wrestling
0: so Joel- what did you what do you want, well, what what what?
1: I spent my Monday night listening to this lawyer.
0: Oh like, no! Yeah, let's go.
1: I knew that I knew the name Stephen P. New from the Jim Cornette stuff when he got into a big brouhaha with uh uh, who was it? Shit. Um one of the deathmatch guys. I forget his name. I'm sorry. He had the big like big nasty cut on his arm from a ladder match too. Uh I, I apologize for getting his name. But I, I knew the name Stephen P New from that because Cornette made a whole deal about that or the the guy made a deal uh, about that. Um the guy made a deal about that and like Cornette tried to sue him and so Stephen P New was the lawyer for that thing. So I knew he was existed years ago. It was like 2019. It was before the pandemic. So I knew he existed like years ago. I didn't realize he was still around. And apparently, not only is he still around, but like he's the lawyer for CM Punk and they steal. And he did this interview, alleged interview, where he's talking about whatever he could talk about. He couldn't talk about a whole lot. One of the questions was legitimately like do you think Punk and A Steel liked you because you were basically a mark? And he's like, Yeah, that probably didn't hurt my chances. It's like, what? And the, the other question was like, do you think it, like if it got to a deposition, like you were gonna be battling against people you didn't like, like wrestlers you don't like? Would you have asked them, like, hey, how many super kicks is too much, too many super kicks in a wrestling match? Would you have asked that questions if it got to trial? It's like, huh? This, this is like real lawyer stuff. Like, I'm not a lawyer. I just <laughs> pretend to play one on this show. I was a mock trial lawyer actually in like fifth grade, and I won. So, theoretically or on record, I'm undefeated. in sure, lawyer
0: Jeremy Lambert Esquire over here.
1: I won the law, the law of um uh uh Goldilocks and the Three Bears. That was the that was the mock trial.
0: Who were you it, who were you representing?
1: No, 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 no. You know who it was? It wasn't Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It was uh the Big Bad Wolf. I was representing the Big Bad Wolf. Wow. And the allegations were that he blew the house down. And I won. I successfully defended the big bad wolf in fifth grade. So there, there you go. Put put it on the record books. That's about as legit as a lawyer for a steel and CM Punk, based on this interview that I listened to.
2: Good lord!
1: It was. I didn't realize this was like a thing. Like, I didn't know this was this was a thing of you can just be a be a wrestling lawyer, and I. It was fascinating listening. To this interview, I hope we don't get sued off of commenting on this alleged, reportedly alleged, alleged, alleged. There, I want to cover all my bases. Uh, it was a fascinating interview, and uh, I don't know if that's good or bad, but it was it was fascinating.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's he's been out there for a while. This guy, the Stephen, yeah, he knew, right. He used to advertise on Conrad's podcasts back in the day. And and I don't know if he still does, because honestly, I don't listen to many, if any, po- Conrad podcasts, but he's been out there and he's always been the wrestler's lawyer. And then he got very much attached to Cornette and, and the stuff that he does. And it ain't for me. So it is what it is. I think uh, I've it's said not for before.
1: me either. But unfortunately, I got to write you, about the news.
0: Well, that's that's what I was going to say. It's like, it's not for me. But in your case, you know, you're you're covering it because it is a news piece that is an interview that is worth covering uh because it's also talking about some very important news from the last year uh yeah i i got to read some of this i perused it during raw and i kind of just put my i put the the screen down and i said no we're good some of this i was like you got to be kidding me and other other that listen I'm a Jew. I'm surrounded by lawyers like all the time. Okay. <laughs> if they ain't lawyers, they're doctors. If they ain't lawyers or doctors, they're failures. If they're not lawyers, doctors, or failures, then I fall into the failure category. Either way, I see enough and I hear enough of the lawyer jargon that I'm just like, I'm out. I'm so far out that I don't want to hear this. And he I'm wasn't even silly. speaking lawyer jargon no, he like, wasn't but he was trying to in a weird way like he's on retainer he hopes that they call was there a part of you that hoped that that punk would call after all in he's like yeah i was kind of sitting by the phone waiting for it like good god like we're, uh, ambulance chaser 101 right there
1: he was like admitting he called joey janella jelly J- yes
0: Like Yes, and then he said that the AEW uh, uh, lawyers, or at least the people representing, were just like, we don't do name-calling here. Like, put him in his place. Which, like, why would you admit that? You just admitted that you were being a piece of shit on the, like, on the schoolyard. What did you do? It was not good. It
1: was... Oh, man. That's how I spent my Monday night, everybody. I don't know what happened on Raw. I was too busy listening to this interview i transcribed every word of that interview give or take god bless but just about every word of that and i'm just like it was fascinating like that these people exist and they exist only i assume in this world of wrestling because i don't feel like this is like true law Maybe I'm wrong, I don't know too much i have my friend my 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 famous friend samer is a, a lawyer adjacent um I, I feel i we don't talk about life we talk about basketball but now he's he's a lawyer i feel like he has more credibility than he should have defended punk allegedly reportedly allegedly a witness pr- protection i don't i don't get in any trouble with anybody. all I'm saying it was fascinating it was a fascinating thing it was it was, it was something.
0: Yeah, that's the word. It was something. Yeah. You can go find it on com. All of these Yeah, it
1: was I mean you're attaching yourself to Cornette That's a that's something. That's something. Uh but but yeah. It was He meant
0: he talks about that, the the misconceptions of being attached to Cornette, and then in the same sentence making the Joey the the jelly Janella reference in a Cornette room. Yeah. And you're like Oh no, you just completely undid everything you were saying.
1: I feel like anything involving the law and wrestling, like, isn't real.
0: Pro wrestling (laughs) and airports. Okay, here's here's what I'm going to say. Professional wrestling is like an airport at 7 a.m. when you get a beer. It is a lawless, timeless vacuum where nothing matters. That's professional wrestling.
1: Like, you know, MLW had this lawsuit uh, with that got settled. I assume MLW got paid well off of it. Um, but people are like, oh, if this goes to Discovery, this would be something. And I'm reading, like, some of the stuff, and I'm just like, is admitting AEW's competition because they have to admit that, so it doesn't look like they have a mon- monopoly, but then they're, of course, going to, like, take any chance they can to be like, yeah, they're not competition type of thing. Like, it's... It's so fascinating the the real stuff that has to be said to get yourself out of real stuff. And then everything we know about the world of wrestling. And it's just we're we're just working, brother, type of thing. Like it's it's amazing to me. What a business. Can you fuck pro wrestling, Joel
0: Pearl? Yes, people do it all the time. <laughs> and it just it is in, out to the side, off the way. They get people's addresses and send them boxes. It's a whole thing, my friend. It's a whole thing. Um, I want to talk real quick before we get into the thumbnail stuff. And Misa, Misa Kate joins us in about a half hour. I want to talk about that NXT main event. Because I know it's on everyone's mind who maybe watches NXT, all 700,000 of you. Uh, sorry, that was that was just a dumb dig. But uh, the, the main event last night, you had Ilya Dragunov taking on Ridge Holland. Ridge Holland had shown up to basically claim that he wants his... His shot, he wants to prove that he's still a good wrestler and so on and so forth because he loses a lot now on the main roster. And he goes up against Ilya Dragunov and they do a stretcher job to finish the show. Uh That Dragunov gets carried off on a stretcher, had a lot of people feeling a certain way. I want your thoughts on this main event. We have basically two points of view. One is when it happened because it was a taped show and the other being when it aired. So I want your opinion. I want your thoughts.
1: What... I, I don't <clears throat> I don't understand the line of questioning, sir. Uh
0: Mr. Mr. New, my thoughts are what did you think when the angle was shot last week? And what did you think when the angle was aired last night? Because people had a certain way of feeling for both.
1: I thought it was a pro wrestling angle, that's all. Like when I first saw the the stretcher stuff, and I was like, "Oh, that's hopefully things are good." And then it, you know, it was uh, Corey from Fightful. He he was like, "No, it was just an angle." I was like, "Okay, cool. Then that's that's good. That's just an angle." Then it aired, but I knew it was coming, so I knew it was an angle. So I was like, "Eh, whatever." People are mad. People are mad about the the fact that it's Ridge and everything. Like the Biggie stuff was very real. That was not an angle. Biggie still hasn't wrestled. We're coming up on two years, and he still hasn't wrestled. Because it was March of last year. Um and so it's Ridge doing it. And so people are like, oh, that's tasteless angle. Like that's why people are mad, right? If they do this angle and it's Butch, it's Pete Dunn instead and it's just a stretcher job angle, people are probably like a little less mad, I assume. Um But because it's Ridge, they were a little more mad. Uh, I think that's the point. Yeah, Elton Prince as well. But I I think that's the point is like, you can only do it with someone who sort of has that history. That's what they're doing with Nia Jax. It's, you know, Becky's calling her out and be like, yeah, you injure everybody, you destroy. Nia is making jokes about it. And it's a wink and a nod if you know of like, yeah, I heard everyone I'm in the ring with. And it's like, well is that legit or is it not legit like because so it's kind of the same thing like that's the point of it um i'm not mad about it do i think there are other ways to go with it like do so i'll go to my i'll go i go to my i'll go to my tried and true joel is it necessary right that that's always my my thing is it necessary do i think this is necessary no i don't think it's necessary am i mad that they're doing it not really like it's their call it's their choice fine i don't think it's necessary though i don't think it like adds a ton to the story of Dragunov and and trick williams which i would just rather see play out as Dragunov and trick williams without some weird injury stretcher job angle
0: uh do you think that this is necessary It's the Z zone.
3: I, I had no idea you do a porno show first thing in the mornings now.
0: <laughs> I think you feel right at home.
3: feel right at home. <laughs> I'm like what is this my show?
1: We I'm just asking the tough questions here. Andrew Zarian. if you got a, a female robot like yeah. and it's supposed to make women obsolete that's the th- that was the tagline if it's supposed to make women obsolete, can you fuck the robot?
3: I, I mean, I would imagine that that you should be able to.
1: Yeah, thank you.
3: I imagine, I imagine, and and what about them? What about robot rights? Can they can they sleep with each other?
0: Oh, uh, now we're can getting the robots. Some, fuck? Now we're getting into some Futurama type shit. I, okay, dude,
3: I I I I got stoned and I fell asleep. I was watching this technology. I was binging on like this technology video guy, like video guy. Jesus, I sound like I'm ninety. This video guy on that TV. Uh, on YouTube, and I woke up to this deep discussion about how transhumanism not 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 trans uh trans rights or anything transhumanism uh how it 's going to be the end of society when we become cyborgs and i I woke up to this and I was like, "I want to become a cyborg i 'm okay with this i want I want you know laser eyes
0: oh, a rule they 're going to call you like Andrew Borg." cutest or something i don't
3: know no problem with it i'm already halfway there dude
0: yeah you're you're more machine than man are you
3: i'm more machine than man there's nothing real about me i'm all an ai this is a figment of your imagination we're all plugged in somewhere and you've manifested me in your heads unfortunately
0: you think robot wrestling will be a thing um or will the robots rise up and be like nah we're gonna make the humans fight
3: no, they they're going to rise up and then want and then they're going to want to unionize and the main robot's going to turn around and tell the boss and then they're all going to get decapitated. That's it. That's how you, that's how it stops. You know, but listen, I, I you brought up something interesting, right? The robots. What about the holograms?
0: No, we've moved past the holograms now that AI I is yeah, the thing, holograms. Holograms. Think, would you go? If
3: if if you could go to the garden to watch Andre and Hogan, right?
0: Would you go? I would no it's just not there's no feeling there's no it's that's why the AI thing is more interesting to me like when Kiss decided we're not going to do holograms we're going to do AI it's like okay but gorillas are really good at this because gorillas at least when you do a, like when they do a concert there are people behind the screen playing whereas the AI you have to assume is just a light show with music that you're going to see and someone presses play and cues up everything else
3: yeah, but what if, like, in twenty years, it's, it's even better? It looks even better. What difference the ropes move when they run on them? You know, you could do all of it.
0: Of course, it's all going to get better, but like, that's going to come with time, and I hope to be dead by then.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I go. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go with a wrestling match, a concert. You know, they had the Tupac holiday. They had the
3: Tupac, hologram, had the Tupac at Coachella. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like that's a little bit understand. Like that's not too terrible there a wrestling match like am i getting a new re- am i just going to the garden to watch hogan and andre from wrestlemania 3 like is that all i'm watching or like am i getting like hulk hogan doing 450s and shit because i'll watch that yeah, yeah no no no
3: hogan's doing planchas the whole yeah the whole all right, thing. I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's,
0: it's all I'm in. controlled by the users <laughs> in the audience it's like yeah. who bought the two thousand dollar ticket you get to type in the code to do different moves yeah
3: yeah hogan's doing new jack spots
0: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> got the pizza cutter brother doesn't yeah, you work to, for like, me brother
1: hey you get to like pick uh, of like alright pick the wrestler pick the move set, pick like the, the character like you just pick all of this I, I'll watch Hogan do some like lucha stuff I'm for that
3: amazing amazing
1: good lord what are we doing yelling out Steve I... Austin catchphrases in the middle of it as well
3: oh he's doing the Austin too he does the beer yeah oh, man. yeah I feel like Hogan was always tickled by that. Like he always wanted to do a little bit of the Austin. I think at one moment, he, he, Austin became like his favorite wrestler. And if he could have done the beer and the middle finger, he would have.
1: I, he got as close as possible with Hollywood Hogan. That was yeah. as, as far as he was going to kind of take it on that. I don't care.
3: I think Hollywood Hogan was one of the greatest, one of the greatest characters in pro wrestling because he was so... Hokey,
1: I love the he called himself wood he wore he held that he had that uh uh hairpiece from the three ninjas, yeah movie, yeah yeah yeah, and he, he just called himself wood the entire promo oh
0: amazing, amazing,
3: wacky wrestling man, wacky wrestling,
0: do you imagine if Hogan invented the what <laughs>
3: He did invent the what? That's why he went like this. He couldn't hear you.
0: Oh right. well, no, <laughs> he just
3: whispered you're... it. He didn't want to be rude. He he was he, did, he was like what? What? <laughs> uh, you guys were bringing up Mansoor earlier on the show.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, I.
3: I. It's funny. I, I was dying this morning. My father walks in. I'm in the living room. He's like, "What time am I taking you to train?" And I'm like, uh, "Like 11 He's like, "Oh, you and Rich doing new show?" And I'm like, that's not me, and that's definitely not rich. And he's like, and he totally ignored. It. He goes, your arms look good, man. And he <laughs> walked out.
1: That was it. For the record, Can we get
0: your dad on this show. Yeah, we got to get your dad on the show.
3: My father will ask both of you if you're Guyanese,
0: and I'll just say yeah. And
3: and you have to say yes. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're black, white, Hispanic. Uh, asian he will ask you if you're guyanese it, it's i think he thinks rich is a black man to be honest
0: i can see that for those who don't <laughs> know guess, by swear the way, to God. for those who don't know by the way rich and i look very much alike except that rich is also like he's like me at 1.5 size like he yeah, yeah yeah and just thickness like he is just yeah. he is me at 1.5 i uh
3: my my friend harry Uh, which he's known my whole life, okay? Like grew up, grew up in my house. Black kid from Jamaica, Queens. Every time he would come visit when he was in the military, my father would ask him if his father's Jamaican. And it became a game on, we would take the over under on on at what point in the drinking of, you know, the drinking that's going on in the evening does my father ask him if his father's Jamaican. He's met his father multiple times. They have barbecued. He just, he has to ask him if his father's Jamaican. And at one point, Harry, you know, his name is Harry. He uh, He's like, yeah, he's Jamaican from Jamaica. He goes, I knew it. I knew it. Like he stumbled upon something. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll tell you how his best friend Colin is Jamaican. That is a very. Man,
0: oxtail. Oh, man,
3: I love it. You got I got it. I got to tell you, you, you'll meet my father one day, Joel and King Jeremy, my- hopefully when you come to New York. Uh, I, I have to bring him to a wrestling show because he he will he's a character. My father's a madman.
1: I want him on this show. I want the I want the exclusive interview yes. with, with you. Know what? I'll, I'll,
3: I'll next time next time I come on, I'll,
1: I'll I'll get him to come in. All right, you're not welcome back here unless your father's with you.
3: Yeah, you could ask him questions about wrestling. Listen, you know it's fake.
0: <laughs> I would just shock. I'd be shocked. How I, I, dare I, you? How I to explain this?
3: Yeah. Dare. Listen. They're not hating each other, but he loves wrestling. He loves wrestling. He's the one that got me. You know, gave me this illness.
0: That's oh, the worst illness. Worse it's than RSV. It's the worst. Uh, I was going to ask you something. Oh, I, I need your thoughts because yeah, you, give me. You know, MJF is your Long Island boy. He he's, is. on our, he's on our thumbnail. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention him. What do you think? Do you sign or he's refuting that people want to know? Um, I need the Zarian scoop slash opinion.
3: Well, you know, the whole bidding war of 2024 came from me, right? Go on. That was, that was, uh, that was my conversation with someone at WWE that one was asking me on when his contract is up. And if I've heard anything, this is years ago. Like this is, this would have been before the double or nothing incident. So like way before that, maybe like January of 2020, what was that? 2022 or 21, maybe 20. So like maybe December of 21, I, I had said that and it got picked up and I think he liked that. And he sent me like a little DM, you know, like a winky or something, whatever you Uh Do I think he signed? I don't know. I, 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 I assumed he was,
0: Everyone seems to have, and then of course uh, he came out yesterday and said, "Nah." <laughs> he
3: so his contract be, ends too. All right.
0: He seems to be. He seems to be saying, talking out of both both sides of his mouth, saying, "I love this place, but I didn't resign yet." So it's very, <laughs> it's very strange.
3: Listen, he's a worker, you know.
0: He is workers work just like those sex robots.
3: It's just he is just like the sex robots.
0: <laughs> he is MJF is a sex yeah. robot.
3: Yeah! 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 <laughs> One uh, I'm to- looking forward to I'm looking forward to Long Island show. To be honest, I, I never thought I would say I'm looking forward to going back to the Nassau Coliseum, but I am.
0: Yeah, that's going to be fun for you, especially you know it's the end of the year and you don't have to travel too far. Uh, I'm I'm not coming in for that show because it's just not worth my money. It's a lot. It's very expensive.
3: There's a good chance I'm going to be getting loaded in that Marriott hotel bar next door.
0: You would let's let's take a look New York. When is yeah. this show? It's, it's at the end of December. December 30th. Oh, my goodness. Let's say I come in on the 30th and I fly out on the 31st.
1: That doesn't sound good.
0: Most of my ideas don't sound good. We've already Fair. established this. Fair. Well, listen,
3: the Long Island Marriott is $144 a night. You can stay at the Red Roof Plus in Garden City for $97.
0: That's still awful. That Red Roof is normally like 55 How do you know that? How do you know about that that hotel? It's a red roof. Everybody has a red roof, Andrewsarian.
3: Never heard of a red roof.
0: Really? Well, that's just because yeah. you are bougie. Uh, let's let's okay. Let's take a guess here. Round trip. How much does it cost? Let, and think about it, Canadian dollars.
3: All right. Round trip from from what airport to what airport?
0: From Toronto Island Airport, it's gonna fly me into oh god Newark.
3: No, 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 I'll no, like no, TV no! You gotta Newark. go to J- uh, no. You're crazy. You're crazy. Go to JFK no, no, Laguardia.
0: That's what happens when you go cheapest. Okay, that's what happens. So let's say oh, shit. let's okay. Let's take Newark out of here because I know no, normally it goes Newark because Porter flies to Newark. Okay, here's the updated price going into Laguardia. Okay. Laguardia. I'm gonna
3: say. Can I guess? Yeah. What okay. airline?
0: Uh, American.
3: American. I'm gonna say three twenty-five each way.
0: Jeremy. Uh I'm terrible
1: at flight guessing. Uh I'm gonna just almost piggyback off of Zarian. I'm gonna go three seventy-five.
0: The total cost is five hundred and sixty-five. That's return, and that's Canadian. So let's do CAD to USD. That is a four hundred and twenty-three dollar return for a one night that's cheap. For whom? Vegas is a hundred and sixty-seven return. Can they? You know what's crazy?
3: And do you know what I paid for that Vegas flight when I went to Vegas for Double or Nothing?
0: For Double or Nothing, you would have overspent because it's Memorial Day.
3: I I think I think it came out to honestly like almost two thousand dollars. That's insane.
0: That's insane. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying, to, I'm but trying I did, to. I did. I did flight uh, business.
3: I did flight business though. I did oh, fly I
0: gonna, business. that's oh, what yeah. you would do. Uh, that's you. I I'm not I'm not I'm not doing it. I'm sorry.
3: But I, I don't think I don't think the regular flights were better. I think it was like almost like five five hundred each way. It was like four eighty nine each way.
0: You're still flying business or you're flying economy?
3: No, I was flying I flying uh jet Okay. Extra leg room.
0: Extra leg room. <laughs> whatever. I'm flying, whatever. I'm going I'm going right now I'm flying flare, which is very like it's the Ryanair uh or the listen, S- it's crashed
3: twice. Flying. It won't happen a third time, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm we'll trying to get out of the flare flight and replace it, but you know, <laughs> let's not talk about that. Uh yeah. so you should come, dude. Why don't you come? No, I'm I'm going to Vegas and I have fatherhood duties to deal with. Nah, I feel you. That's true. I have other things I need to take care of in January anyway that are family related. So I don't think I can make the flight out, especially at five hundred and sixty dollars. Like that's insane. I'm not and that's not even for twenty-four hours. Like the flight leaves on saturday though there's a 6 30 a.m flight and then i gotta leave the next morning at 8 30 i just i'd spend the night the, of the press business. conference is still just, gonna would, be going i would have said desktop.
3: stay a night with me i would have said come come stay here
0: yeah you'll drop me off at 8 30 or at, at 6 30 at LaGuardia. i'll call you an uber i'll call you an uber, call you an uber. <laughs> <laughs> at whose expense <laughs> so yours let's go my business yeah it's a business expense, business expense that's right you want to fly me in as a business expense
3: that that I can't.
0: Oh, coward! Not for not
3: for not for four hundred and eighty dollars. What are you crazy?
0: Well, then fly me into Newark. It's only four hundred and twenty-five Canadian. Dude, why crazy. would
3: anybody fly to Newark? Because it, it is. That's the only. I I, I got stuck in Mexico one time. Okay, there were no flights for whatever reason. We had this ungodly storm hit the Northeast. This is like ten years ago, and I got stuck in Mexico in the resort. Not bad, right? Not bad at all. But I had to come home eventually. There were no flights for like four or five days. And I had to go to Minneapolis. And from Minneapolis, I had to go to Newark. And I would rather stay in Minneapolis in the dead of
1: winter than go to Newark.
0: I get it. I really do. i I been to Newark
1: once. I uh, went, there, went there for a UFC event a long time ago. long time ago. Don't recommend. I'm it. so sorry. I don't, re- I don't recommend like New Jersey. Just that whole area. I, I don't see the point of it.
3: I like North Jersey. North Jersey's nice. I like North Jersey. Uh New York City's uh, a nightmare. I can't wait till I get out of here and I live in the woods somewhere at this point. This is uh, this is hell on earth. Nobody should be living the way we live here.
0: Have you considered moving to Toronto? Uh
3: even worse. No, no more major cities for me. I'm gone. I'm done.
0: You I got Daniel, gosh, my God
3: my wife has four more years till she retires. She's going to be done in four years. I plan on retiring also, and nobody will see me.
0: That's fair. That's good.
3: Except on the internet.
0: Except on the
1: internet. They're They're just going to pop on every now and again, drop a wrestling scoop, and then leave. Yeah,
3: of course, Andrew, of course, Andrew, yeah, I like upper saddle river, Montclair. I like North Jersey.
0: He's getting to that age, folks. He's, he's old. He's, he just wants to be with one with nature. And by the way, for yep. those of you who are saying, you know, I wouldn't recommend flying with Flair, I get it. I agree with you. I've never had a problem with Flair, but I know that there are problems with Flair. I'm also trying to go with WestJet. Well, yeah. I have had problems. I mean, you'll
3: get flashed. I mean, that's a problem. It's, yeah.
0: it's all the same. But I've also, I've flown with WestJet and I've had flights canceled coming out of Vegas, no less, on WestJet. Uh, so it's happened. I've sat on the tarmac on WestJet for five hours only to have my, my flight canceled.
2: Jesus. It happens. It happens.
0: That I was the first time weekend. That's when I met you for the first time.
3: That was a fun weekend.
0: That was a fun weekend.
3: We hung out with some pretty fun people too.
0: Yeah, we'll do it again.
3: I smuggled you guys in into the uh, into that Twitch lounge.
0: Yeah, that was fun. That was a good time. We uh, and I smuggled some uh, some other friends in.
3: That's you did. It. You did. I thought one of them was waving at me as a friend, as a fan, but it ended up becoming somebody else. <laughs>
0: You bet. Oh, that's my favorite story. Anyway,
3: that's such it, it, uh, you know what? You could tell it one day. I don't care. It, it, it's, it's, uh, I've told the story a billion times on how, yeah. like, an, like an, like an asshole, this, this beautiful blonde woman is waving at me. And I'm like, I mean, I look at Rich and I look at Joel. I'm like, you see, do you see my, do you see my fans in, in, in a joking manner, but like half joking. And as it comes, as she comes closer, uh, it, it's a mutual friend of ours, Joel. Yes. Uh, do you want me to, do you want can I mention who?
0: No, let's leave it because I I don't want to okay. want out that. Okay, person. all right. <laughs> <But> it's, it's, <laughs> okay. Someone, it's someone with whom you you've had a I, I don't want to say a relationship, but I mean like a uh, not yeah. a re- not a relationship, not a relationship. A relationship. A friendship, a relationship, a friendship. That's good the, acquaintance acquaintances. Yeah, yeah. So it's someone that you just didn't recognize because yeah. they had a mask on, like everyone else. Yes. Anyway,
3: and I burned mine to the ground that night. I I, I was so enraged by that
0: by Brock Lesnar coming back as a surprise and confronting Roman Reigns. I don't remember, but
3: I took so many edibles. At one point, uh, Sean Rossap was carrying me like a baby. I remember that.
0: That is true. Yeah, they did the press yeah. conference or whatever they were doing afterwards. That was a, that was a night. Yeah,
3: that was a fun night. That was a fun night. Um, I have a question for you guys before I leave here. Sure. Uh, somebody asked me what the what my personal match of the year was. So I want to know what you what your personal match of the year was.
0: Go ahead, Joel. I hate this question because I don't have an answer for it. Oh, I have mine. Is it is it Danielson Okada from uh, from Forbidden Door?
1: No, that match was too long.
0: <laughs> I was waiting for that. No, I don't. I don't have one yet. But go ahead. Miz and Snoop Dogg. There it is. Oh, you know what? Osprey and uh, and Speedball was one that uh, that really tickled me this year. That was a
3: good match. Osprey and Speedball. I mean, do you work for TNA now? I mean, oh yeah, we're
1: co-opted. Yeah, no, we're we co-opted. Have, oh, okay. okay.
3: Yeah. No, no, no. Just that's fine. Yeah, no, I just yeah. need to know now. Now I need to know. Tell okay. Lance I said hello. I will. I will. Let him know. <laughs> do you see him in the back when you're working? When you go to work, do you see him?
0: Yeah, because you know what? All the Canadians in TNA, which is literally the entire company, we all stick together. We all hang out. Yeah, we actually cast Americans outside. Edward Edwards not allowed within like a hundred feet of the Canadians. That's just the way it is. His wife's cool. It's fine.
3: Uh, Lance is my favorite. He's my favorite Canadian. Joel, maybe you're number two.
0: I'm used to being number two.
3: <laughs> number two, Bret Hart, number three. Don't tell Justin him. this. Bieber that. number four. No, Pamela Anderson. Nobody, nobody remembers that. She's number one, the number one Canadian of all time. Pamela Anderson.
0: I I mean, I guess she is from Vancouver.
3: I can't believe you guys that was that she was Canadian. Nobody knew. Everybody thought she was like a Hollywood blonde.
0: Well, yeah, and well, she left and she went, she became the Hollywood blonde. Anyway,
3: Pillman were great as a team.
0: Andrew Zarian, I'm kicking you off now.
3: All right, I'm leaving. Goodbye. Enjoy Bye, enjoy Andrew. the rest of the show. I know you have a great guest coming on. I'm gonna be listening.
0: We do. She has arrived. So uh, we'll see you for now. Enjoy. Shall we set this up? Uh, All right. Andrew Zarian. Andrew Zarian's always a barrel of fun. If she's ready, she can give me a thumbs up and we can bring her on. There you go. Uh, I'm very excited for this guest. Uh, she is the second wrestling champion at Chicago. She is a Chicago, she'll tell you for a million years that she is a wrestler from Chicago, and I think it's a wonderful thing, uh, or at least from Illinois, because I don't know if we're going to find out. Either way, uh, from, from the NWA, you'll notice and you'll recognize her. The one, the only, Missa Kate joins us now. Good morning.
2: Good morning. How are you guys doing?
0: Doing great. Good. How are you?
2: Not too shabby, not too shabby. I ate and had coffee, so so far so good.
0: There we okay, go. what's the breakfast of choice?
2: Ooh, uh, today I had, and we're going to get real specific, uh, two pieces of sourdough bread. One had avocado and a sunny side up egg on it. The other one had butter. Um, and then I had another egg off of a off of a piece of bread and then four chicken links.
0: F- what? Okay, yeah, okay. You said, <laughs> you said links, legs, right? right? Not legs? <laughs> yes. Okay, just making sure because I would have been like, "Your breakfast took a 180, and I'm all for it." But no, <laughs> I get it. That's a good breakfast. That's a that's a healthy ass breakfast.
2: Thank you. I'm trying. I'm trying. I like it, Jeremy.
1: Oh, I'm gonna pick up where where we left off with the last conversation. Who are your favorite Canadians?
2: Trish Stratus.
1: Okay, <laughs> that's what I'm That's the easy one. Easy one. I like the answer.
2: I think it's a pretty good answer.
1: Yeah. Yes. That is. Yeah. Uh, uh, I do want to. I do want to go back. We're going to get this one out of the way. Uh, at the last NWA event, NWA San San wow, I always mess up the pronunciation. Uh, I can't get was, it right
2: either. So you're good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was a specific spot on that show uh, with the, the father James Mitchell. I want to know what the backstage reaction was when that
2: happened. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see anything about this online yeah okay i saw a little bit so uh i'm a sinister minister i'm assuming right you're yes, speaking okay. of. okay um so i was in the back mind of my own business so i didn't know any of this that was going on on stage um he kind of comes back and he has some stuff all over his face and i was kind of like what's going on um and then he pretty much told me what they just did and I was just like, oh, okay, we're doing that now. So I was like, all right, so let's start pushing the envelope. <laughs> so, I mean, I was kind of in my own little bubble. I don't know how everybody else reacted about it. Um, but I just found out because I was waiting. There's a little area outside of Gorilla that I, I found a hiding spot, as I like to say. Um, so, yeah, and uh, he just came out and it just, yeah, so I found out from him directly. So that was uh, that was interesting. <laughs>
0: That kind of brings me into a follow up question. Uh, when you're when you're working TV and and televised events, what kind of what kind of is your process? Because it's different from working, you know, maybe a non televised event. What are your what are you doing throughout the day? What's keeping you busy? What's keeping you focused?
2: Yeah. So yeah, like how you said, it's a little bit different. Um, indies compared to TV or whatever uh, or pay per views. TV and pay per views are obviously a lot more hectic. Indies are going to be more relaxed um just kind of you know get uh indies are like get there know what you're doing you kind of have free reign so it's a little bit more relaxed where uh tvs i feel like are just as intense as pay-per-views because uh a lot of times we'll do multiple tv tapings in one day so i've wrestled multiple matches one day before so that's where it gets hectic because you start at uh because I'm a girl and I need hair and makeup done. So our day actually starts even earlier, like sometimes nine, 10 AM and then we don't get out until midnight. Um, so yeah, they are a lot more hectic. Uh, I got to get better at remembering to eat and drink water. That's one of my uh, downfalls. Uh, <laughs> cause you're just so on the go. You want to make sure you get everything done that you need to get done. If you have promos, you got to do, if you have segments, if there's stuff with social media, um, so yeah, you're kind of that very, very long work day, um, feels very short because you're constantly moving. So, I mean, it depends, I guess to answer your question, depends on what's going on. So say if I only have one match for those TV tapings, I'm like, okay, get what I got to do, do that. Once that's done, then I try to, you know, watch other people's matches and relax throughout the day. Be like, okay, cool. My job's done. Um, for pay-per-view days, obviously it's still intense because you know you have one match, but you're still like all right, so uh just like same thing, just figure out what you got to do, do it well. Uh hopefully. Um for me personally, I try to always find moments to myself because I feel like there's uh never there's never a moment to yourself. You're always talking to somebody or like someone's pulling you this direction, that direction. Um, so Billy, uh, my boss, Billy Corgan, uh, he actually will say like little stuff. He's just like, Oh, hiding again. I was like, yeah, I'm like, I just need a minute. Like, <laughs> So, um, yeah. So it's funny again. I don't know what everybody else does. Maybe it's just a me thing where I'm like, all right, you guys, like I need to like, I'm not being disrespectful, but it's just like, all right, breath. And then let's go.
0: What, what is it like working with Billy because you know he's he's a polarizing figure in and out of wrestling and in the music industry you have a one to one interaction with him at these events. What's it like working with Billy Corgan?
2: um He's a very interesting fellow uh, <laughs> he is pretty much what everybody thinks as far as creative and um you know how his music is that's kind of how he is with wrestling as well <clears throat> Like he likes to keep everybody on their toes. So I'll even try to pick his brain about stuff and he will just be like, Oh, you got to wait and see. I'm like, I'm like, bro, we work together. Like, it's okay. Like you give me a little bit of insight, (laughs) but he likes to very much like, you know, um, figure out like, okay, this is what we're doing today. Oh, actually now I feel like it's going to go better if we go this way, you know? So it's, it's, uh, definitely he's good at keeping you on your toes
1: want to uh, switch away from NWA for a second. I got to ask about this match you recently had teaming with Joey Avalon against Gangrel and Heather Reckless. What was it like sharing the ring with Gangrel?
2: Uh, that was cool. That was really, uh, really fun. Um, he's I uh, I don't have anything bad to say about him. It was fun listening to his stories and like background and stuff that uh, his view on wrestling and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it was myself and Joey against Heather and Gangrel. And uh, yeah, it was just really, I don't know the best way to describe it. It's really cool. He, from watching again, I, my time is Ruthless Aggression era. So I had to go back and rewatch, uh, even though I knew who Gangrel is because I'm a Hardy fan so to me that's where it was cool because i was like oh he managed the heart like that's how i originally knew him and then when i look back at his history and everything that he's done i was like oh okay like he's he's pretty dope so
0: let's talk about second wrestling i was i was put into contact with you by uh by rabbi fine who who is rabbi, the- <laughs> rabbi himself the man uh he he put us together. And and here we are. Talk to me about working with second wrestling. You are the champion there. That means something, you know, it's you and Billy Starks and our cannon are the three champions that have been in, in second. Talk to me about the promotion. And of course being the champion there.
2: Yeah. Second wrestling is a, I guess you could say fairly new promotion to the area. Um, but for how new that we are, we are doing very well and we get a very good response. Um, and honestly, it's probably one of my favorite promotions to work in the area. If not ever one of my favorite promotions I've ever worked in the area. Uh, Rabbi does very well. Uh, you know, he likes ideas. Uh, he wants us to lo- like to learn and to grow and ultimately just have fun because he understands that. Like if we're not having fun, then the crowd's going to receive it that way. And, you know, he just he does his best. Um just he ultimately he does his best to keep a a great environment so when I won and I beat Eric Cannon uh (laughs) I was like no pressure but I was like all right so I think um between him and I we have that understanding of like all right we could see where second wrestling can go so with that. Um, I definitely plan on being the longest reigning champion in history, which I don't think it'll be very long. Cause Billy didn't have very long. Eric didn't have very long from my understanding. So I think I might, I might be right now the longest rating, who knows? Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding, but no, yeah, I'm just excited to see what the future holds. Um, because we are not, you know, there is not a male title. There's not a female title. It is the title. So that part alone, leaves uh endless opportunities for me um as far as who can challenge me and try to win they're not gonna but uh they could give it their best shot <laughs>
1: uh you were at um you're at wrestlecade this past year correct you you're part yes. of the ladies night out event what'd you would you make of wrestlecade was that your first time there and then the ladies night out uh event as well
2: yeah no it was uh I know, I keep saying everything was great. like It's a great experience. I, I'm i such a wrestling nerd, so when I'm around wrestling, I'm like, oh, this is fun. Um, so, yeah, no, that was my first ladies' night out. Uh, I was actually supposed to be a part of it. I don't know if it was last year or the year or something like that, but there was a falling out, not on ladies' night out, on the somebody who was supposed to bring me in. So to kind of come in now um, and meet uh, Telly and uh he's a great guy and he's another one too where he just he tries his best to keep the environment great and he really does want to promote the women and showcase what we can do so he again opens ideas um one of the nicest guys i've ever met especially for as far as wrestling goes (laughs) like super gentleman super sweet guy so that alone was fun and then meeting some of the girls um because again ladies night out it's all walks, you know, people from all over, including Russell Cade. So I saw some familiar faces that I haven't seen in a while. I've seen, I met new people finally that we just kind of like, um, met through social media. And we, you know, we would talk about that, like, Oh, we talked through social media, but now it's in person. Like, how's it going? Um, so there's stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, Russell Cade was, uh, definitely a really fun weekend. Everything was in a general area. So, um, yeah, it was just, I feel like any time me ma- again, this is my first wrestle So excuse me if I'm wrong, but I feel like any time that there is a giant wrestling event, uh, I haven't been, I've been to like mania week in Tampa and in Texas. That's the closest thing that I can relate it to is like, you know, when wrestling's in town, you feel it cause you just feel the energy of the group of people. So that was, you know, that was really cool.
0: I'm going to pull up a photo. And I need, I need your thoughts on it. No, it's from your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that bad. Did you get to keep the photo? Or did you get to keep the T-shirts?
2: No. No. No, I what? wasn't good enough to have it. Nobody got it. I was so sad. I that was the first thing I asked. I was like, "So I get to keep this?" They're like, "No." <laughs> I
0: was like,
2: We're a damn T-shirt
0: company. What are we doing?"
2: <laughs> I know. Come on, pro wrestling. tees, get your crap together. Um. No, but uh. Yeah, I that uh I love that Nyla. That was my debut. That was the first time I went. Well, the only first and only time I went down to Jacksonville. But my first dark match, and uh, yeah, that that I saw that picture in a couple of different places, and including uh Nyla's header on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it was funny. It was a that was a great time, guys. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, can you punch Joe Pearl for bringing this up? Like, what is he's over <laughs> here bringing up bad memories? Just a complete <laughs> jerk. Next time you see uh, him, you are you, free to punch him. You, you have my permission. Okay. Just punch him;
0: it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah.
2: As far as I well, know,
0: you haven't been. I'll see you before.
2: around Mania week. I am sure. <laughs>
0: you won't see me. I am so I am up in Toronto, and I am <laughs> I don't necessarily cover Mania, but I mean i am to be in Vegas for like the TNA events. But I yeah. Otherwise, if you come up to Canada, then sure we'll we'll have a tête-à-tête then.
2: I'm working on it. There's a couple promotions um, up there. We just keep missing dates, so hopefully soon I'll Is be there over there.
0: Any that you want to shout out because uh, we got to. Um, to-
2: no, I'm gonna keep that quiet.
0: <laughs> Let's go. That's fine. I look forward to uh, to hearing them when they come up. Yeah. Um, there you go.
1: Uh, what was some of your, besides the, the bad portion that Joel was bringing up, any good memories from your AEW experiences? Cause you've had multiple since that one.
2: Honestly, to me was the, some of the knowledge that was back there. So I tried using those as learning experiences because those were my first taste of any kind of TV or anything like that. Um, so like yes of course like you know hard cam you're taught hard cam stuff like that but you're not really taught oh this way that way look like that you know so learning the learning experience from that aspect and then on top of that uh like a couple people back there one of which being mr jerry lynn that i love dearly um i love seeing his face back there um he definitely i feel like is uh, a light back there like he just, you know, just resonates. He's a bright, uh, bright guy, super sweet guy. Um, someone like him, uh, I'm totally gonna mess this up because of their names in WWE. Now the tag, Dax uh, and Wilder, Dash and Wilder. I keep messing up. FTR. Um, they, yeah, they, uh, I would pick their brains about stuff back there. Um. So, yeah, I guess that's ultimately that those are my favorite memories from there. And then, you know, I worked with Ruby, uh, talking with her about some things. same thing. Um, again, I'm a wrestling nerd, so if I can learn, that's fun to me. I know some people are like, that's lame, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Chicago in a minute because I know that's your your you your place your love um, the best
2: city in the world. It's not just my place; it's the best city in the freaking world.
0: <laughs> we're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you about that in a second. But you're you're big on donuts. What's your favorite oh, donut? What is the donut for Misa Kate?
2: What is the donut? What? What
0: is what is your favorite donuts
2: or even your favorite donut spot? Krispy Kreme, Krispy Kreme donut. You can't go wrong with the classic. That hot lights on. You know, Drake knew what he was saying. He knows when the hotline blink. Uh
0: <laughs> Yeah, big Krispy Kreme fan, that Drake. <laughs> yeah,
2: uh-huh. Yeah, it's like he knew. Everybody else did it, but I knew. Um, yeah, have you guys, so I'm going to throw you for like uh, a little bit of a whirl here. So have you ever heard of a Krispy Kreme bacon burger?
1: Yes. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm i big not. on the Krispy Kreme. Um, I'm, I'm from North Carolina. Have
2: Catalonia. you ever had a Krispy Kreme bacon burger, though?
1: I've never had it. They do a bacon donut. It's like a maple bacon donut that they've done in the past that is really good, but I've never had the bacon burger. No. So but I know what you're talking about.
2: You do? Okay. So let's uh, explain to Mr. Pearl over here since he looks a little lost. So, <laughs> Krispy Kreme bacon burger. What it is, is you replace the two uh, buns. But, yeah. Yep. With the Krispy Kreme donut. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. Within <laughs> that, you put a burger, you put bacon, and people are gonna say it's gross. I don't care, it's delicious. I also put uh mayo and sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce on it. Okay. Well, mayos,
1: you're, you're, lose, you're losing me on the mayo. The barbecue
2: sauce you don't even know. Dude, you don't even know. It's so good. It's this I like mayo. It has a point though.
0: Yeah. I like mayo too, but savory and sweet, that there's a point. Where you can't really go past it, and I feel like the mayo kind of pushes it past the savory sweet into more savory territory.
2: It ties it all in because it's a neutral flavor.
1: Oh my hey, god! I I'm a big fan of the the barbecue bacon burger. Anywhere, any restaurant, you give me a barbecue bacon burger, I'm all for that. And then yes, Krispy Kreme with the instead of the buns, you have a donut. Uh, I've heard of this mayo. That's a that's a step too far for me, as <laughs> Kate.
2: <laughs> also, okay, don't knock until you try it. That's
0: fine. But you know what? Put over Chicago wrestling. Why is it the best wrestling in the world? And also, he
2: is like so.
0: Listen, I don't think we can get past. We're gonna
2: fight that. over Mayo. I
0: love, I love, it. I love Mayo Racha. That's another one, anyway. And also Mindy's muffins. We're gonna talk about. Do you like Mindy? You're not muffins? gonna
2: get a Mayo sponsorship now.
0: That's fine. I never would have. We have we have enough problem with sponsorships here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um sorry so what well, i lo- in all of that i lost your question <laughs>
0: that's fine what what is it about chicago and wrestling that is people so just wound up over it and in a positive way like what put it over and also you know mindy's muffins have you tried mindy's muffins i hear that's a big thing
2: um so chicago wrestling overall i always say it's the heart of wrestling not just because it's centered in the country but it literally is the heart of wrestling um there's something to be said of if you guys go to um, again now because I'm traveling more. Luckily, uh, I will say there's something to be said about if you wrestle here or if you wrestle elsewhere as far as crowds go. Um, there's people that have before I started traveling that would come here and they're just like, yeah, Chicago's a different animal. Like they'd be, they would be from st louis or the east coast or texas or something and they come to a chicago show and they're just like yeah there's a different energy here there's a different feel and i just feel like throughout the years of wrestling chicago has been a staple in it um so yeah unfortunately i was born here um again just you know it's just meant to be like <laughs> it's just meant to be there's a reason for it um And like a lot of greats come out of Chicago or they run through it. Um, I remember there was, I'm not going to say who, but they are currently signed. Um, when they were younger and they came to visit and train in Chicago, they were like, Oh my God, I can't believe I'm training here. I'm training in Chicago. So as a wrestler, you kind of understand what that means. Um, yeah, and I kind of, I kind of just got off track. So feel free to reel me in anytime. Um, but yeah, so I guess I'm just ultimately I'm very fortunate that I'm here, and hopefully, uh, I, I know right now that it's a little controversial topic. But Mr. CM Punk, you know, um, I think is a good example because he is uh, the reactions that he gets right. Love him or hate him, it's some kind he pulls some kind of passion out of you. And it's a legitimate passion. You could feel it through the TV screen. So it's again, it's uh, uh keep saying like it's it's something something in the air over here. Something something in the water, something in the water.
0: <laughs> well, on the show we play a little game called Partner Promo or Punch in the Face. We're gonna pick three different wrestlers and you're gonna decide whether you want to have a tag team match with them. Then be your tag team partner. If you and want I- to have a promo in the ring with them one-on-one, or if you want to punch them in the face and have a singles match. This is a Chicago edition, so I picked some people that are near and dear to your hearts. Sky Blue, Laney Luck, and Frank the Clown, Lisa Kate. <laughs> partner promo punch in the face.
2: Partner promo punch in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is a setup. Uh <laughs> we, we no,
0: we'll no, we, our guests yes, this
2: case. Yes. It's not a, not a setup. <laughs> okay. So I would say we'll start with the punch in the face one because that one's easy. Um those of you who know, uh, if you follow Warrior Wrestling, um Sky Blue just became again, I I, I might be misquoting this. Um she just became or is the interim women's champion at warrior either way um i might have you know took the belt gave it back to her to send her a little message so with that i'm gonna punch her in the face at warrior one day uh so she will be the one to punch in the face as far as promo against i'll promo unicorn that's fine whatever She not a unicorn now i don't know um and then as far as partner i'd have to be frank the clown him and i actually he was a manager for me um in st louis uh, i don't know if you guys have ever heard of grando wrestling if not that's okay uh, i had a match against tootie lynn and uh frank managed me so i think him and i make a very good dynamic uh call us the shy clones you know the
1: uh, frank the- Joel is not a fan of Frank either. Frank's been on our show. Oh, Very nice
2: fella. Like, Frank Frank's a I good lunch. person. You're not loving Frank the Clown? Is it because you don't like clowns?
1: Joel's just, he's just kind of a jerk and a hater, honestly. Like, he's just kind of, eh. Yeah. You know, I got to do this show with him three days a week. He's he's just kind of a jerk. This is why all the wrestlers want to beat him up. You'd be shocked at how many wrestlers actually want to beat him up.
2: <laughs> that is, accurate. is it because yeah. he's wearing glasses? <laughs> They're nice no, glasses. Like, yeah, you want like to punch a guy with glasses? Nah, I forgot what that was right. from. Anyway. Um,
1: he'll just He's just, he just a jerk. That's all.
2: He's just a jerk, yeah. Jerk Joel. That's his wrestling yeah, name. Ah, yeah, exa- oh, there we go. See, great heel, Jerky yeah, Joel.
0: Jerky Joel. Yeah, Jerky Joel is better than Jerk Joel. Jerk Joel to open a Jamaican
2: restaurant. You just come out throwing jerkies at people.
0: Let's go. Listen, I actually I was the one who stole the Slim Jim car. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That'd throwing. be awesome, dude. You could come out with a whole new brand. Oh my god. See, I just I. I, by the way, I'm going to ask for 5% of these sales, but you can come out with the jerky now. <laughs>
1: there we go. Look
2: at this. <laughs> All
0: right. We can talk business off to the side. This is the best,
2: <laughs> best episode of
0: Shark Den I've ever seen. So let's go. Ms. <laughs> uh, Kate, I want to thank you for your time. This was a wonderful chat. Go ahead. Plug your stuff. Tell us what you got going on and what's coming up in your world.
2: All right. So... I changed my name on Instagram and Twitter to Ms. Kate 23 I'm probably going to change it again because I like keeping you guys on your toes, you know? Um, but you can follow me there. And then if you go to my Instagram and Twitter, I also have a Facebook page, Ms. Kate. I always forget to mention. There's that. Um, for you old people that don't want Instagram and Twitter. And then also, if you go on the, the links that are attached in my Instagram, my Instagram and Twitter, there's is a whole page explaining to you where you can get your merch from. So, pro wrestling tees, T Public. I have a big cartel store. You get eight by tens from, um, and yeah, a whole bunch of other fun stuff. I have an Amazon wish list because you know you want to buy me stuff, or if you don't want to give me a present, you want to give me money. There's Cash App on there. um So really, you're winning all the time. Uh, <laughs> or you can get one from each category make my christmas right merry christmas merry missimus um yeah i think that's all i can think of right now oh and then as far as stuff that's coming up this january i am going to be in florida with nwa on the 13th we're having a pay-per-view called paranoid uh the following day that's in fort lauderdale which they will also that night i think at 10 o'clock. It's either at 10 o'clock at night or midnight. I don't remember. Um, They are joining forces with CCW out there in Florida. So it's going to be a very, very long weekend. Because after that, we're driving straight to Tampa for tapings. So feel free to join us in Fort Lauderdale and Tampa. Just make it a wrestling weekend. We got to do it. So just come with us
1: uh good luck with everything mr Kate. we appreciate you you joining us go go follow all the all the links go go make a, a miss a miss a christmas right i get that miss a miss get, miss a miss
0: there we go why is it not chris missa no it doesn't work either. no chris
2: missa that's a very kate, kate miss very kate miss
0: we already have a kate who does that on this channel so i feel like Oof. Yeah. Miss
2: a mess then. Well, miss, go. On. Merry, Miss a mess. All right.
0: Miss. Well, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you.
2: Happy holidays, you guys. I appreciate you, you having us. me on.
0: Thank you for Thank joining you. us. Of course. Thank you. Oh, what a good chat that was. Miss Kate, the one and only. What that was fantastic.
1: That was so I get Another wrestler who wants to punch you in the face, Joel. As, as is this. tradition. Just Can we make- making enemies all over the place.
0: Let's make 2024 the year where wrestlers don't want to punch me in the face, maybe. That's no fun. Yeah, that's fair.
1: That's no fun at all
0: a good chat was had a lot of a lot of really interesting uh, a lot of really interesting stuff coming out of that i love it chat was like it's the mayo that goes too far it's yeah. not the donuts <laughs> that goes too far
1: <laughs> the sorry. donuts fine like the, replacing the 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 bun with donuts like that's fine to me like uh, yeah, that's, it's a,
0: that's, yeah that's fine that's i would normal.
1: i want one of those things i've seen them i've never had one i i, I mentioned that like crispy cream does they do like a it's like a maple bacon donut which is really really good it's like maple frosting and then they have like bacon pieces on top of it which is good um
2: well wasn't and, the
0: cronut a big thing like people were doing the cronut with the making a burger out of the cronuts
1: Probably. They, they do all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. You know, people, people just love mashing food together. It all comes out the same. You know, you know what I mean, Joel?
0: Yeah. You're always, you're just renting it at the end of the day. Let's face it. <laughs> oh man. This, uh, yeah. Good chat. Today's show has already been a, an all timer in so many ways, in so many of the worst ways. Titans first sent us a super chat, and you can too, by the way. Uh, I don't want to be reminded of one of my favorite wrestlers being forced to re- being forced to retire due to injury over and over and over. Of course, that's in relation to uh, to Ridge Holland and Big E. Unfortunately, it was uh, an incident involving Ridge Holland that did cause Big E to be on the shelf. We don't know if that is permanently, or we don't know where that stands. Like Jeremy said earlier in the show, before Mr. Kate, before Andrew Zarian, that, uh, that, that, that is something that people remember. Uh, going back to NXT and the, and the main event last night, I don't want to spend too much time more on it, but I will give you just a really quick uh you know quick thought. And that was this is an HBK special. You know, HBK did the same thing in ninety five, had the concussion spot, got himself knocked out, then got knocked after the match, got knocked down. They did a stretcher job. It was a fake concussion. It's all part of the thing. what's going on with uh with mellow and with Trick? Same thing that is Triple H and, and Shawn Michaels, the Who Done It from like 2003. And I swear to God, they're gonna get the the footage from the parking lot of who did it, and it's gonna be a split screen, Mello and Trick. Someone's gonna be at home and they're gonna be like, I know who did it, and they're gonna you know, enhance and it's gonna be Mellow's face, and that's how they're gonna get it. And then they're gonna have their unsanctioned match at uh Vendance Day or at Stand and Deliver, either way. That's just that's HBK loves booking his own angles. But before it was for the women. Now it's just for the talent that he deems necessary to do do it for. It is what it is that I understand the feeling of it's Ridge and there's a history there. I will say so much that commentary didn't draw attention to that fact. It was very much an, if you know, you know, type of thing, similar to and this isn't a one-to-one comparison, but CM Punk making the reference to punching people in the face, and he was also talking about Kevin Owens doing it. It was, a, uh, I did it in AEW, but I'm talking about WWE canon, where this is something that's happened backstage and you've seen it. Them not drawing attention to it meant that it was just a, it, again, it was an in you know, if you know, you know. I love that someone in the chat mentioned Melo's going to fight Marines in a bar. Yeah,
1: that's what I was <laughs> good at
0: that's a good that's a good shout yeah, they so, yeah, did, yeah. other
1: people in the chat mentioned like they they did the whole Roxanne Perez con- concussion collapse thing earlier this year and like that went nowhere uh like, I don't know what they're doing with Roxanne at this point I get people's thoughts on why they don't like it i I completely understand that and my thought is I don't think it was necessary I don't think it is it necessary beat in whatever story they are trying to tell? Because with dragging and trick, I don't think this is something needed. Maybe they make it some certain way and it, okay, that you needed to do this, but could you have gotten there a different way? We shall see. Let it play out. With, with Ridge, are you trying to just make him really dangerous? Like, is that what we're, we're trying to do? Like that. We'll we'll see. I, I'll, I'm willing to let some of it play out to see like what the follow up is. Um, yeah, as Sp three mentions, like it became Roxanne Lose the women's title due to anxiety. Yeah, she like lost it, but then she competed in the ladder match still. And then like they didn't really go anywhere with that. Like that that that's what I meant by saying like it didn't really go anywhere. She just it, it happened, and then it was sort of ah okay, nothing really went went past that. So where's this going to go? Uh, we shall see. For right now, I don't feel like it was a necessary thing. I, I think I think there's just other ways you can tell the story, these stories. But maybe they turn it around, and maybe they make it make some sense. Maybe Ridge Holland comes in here and just fake injuring all your favorites on his way to becoming the champion until Biggie returns to NXT to win the NXT championship. From Ridge Holland. You know, that's the end game. Are you mad at that? It's probably not.
0: Three ain't enough, enough, man. I need five. I just feel like. He's using. HBK is using his. His big moments. As like these random storyline beats. And it's not. It's not really working out as. Like in the moment. It gets people talking. It is, like you said, it's letting it play out. And, and in a lot of cases, we're not seeing it play out in, in very worthwhile ways. Roxanne Perez is the big, big example coming out of that. She loses her title. She draw, you know, she has anxiety, whatever it is, and then since then she's been floundering. And we talked about it, you know, a couple of weeks ago that it feels like we're just going to do Core Jade versus Roxanne Perez for the title at one point. But like we're going to get there. Maybe it's standing the liver. And I've been saying this since you know two years ago. Uh, who knows? But that was the NXT main event. I just wanted to get to get your thoughts on it and see where your brain was at.
1: My brain says it was unnecessary.
0: How dare your brain say those things? Drew McIntyre and Seth from Monday. This was a good promo. That we keep saying this again, Drew McIntyre is not he's not a heel. We're doing the babyface heel shades of gray. Even Seth said some shit that put him into to uh, bad guy territory. Uh this was good stuff. Drew McIntyre essentially saying, you know, I need this title. This is validation for a lot of negative stuff that's been happening in my life and a lot of things that have happened with my family. I need this title to prove that this was all worth it and this is all the way it should be. And Seth basically retorting and being like, I don't give a shit about your life. <laughs> so what do you think of this promo? Because it was a really solid interaction between Drew and Seth going into day one.
1: Seth is like I got a kid. I got a wife back there who's doing really well. I don't know what your problem is, buddy. Um first off, I hope you know, I think Sean mentioned that like there was some some truths being spoken in Drew McIntyre's promo. So I hope Drew is is good and I hope things are good with him with that. Drew continues to do great work. Seth Seth continues to do Great work. I'm very much looking forward to this match at day one. And I will continue to say it. I think Drew is going to win. And maybe it's a transitional, not even a transitional thing, because I think Seth just wins it back. I think Drew is going to win and get that validation. And then Seth will, will end up winning it back from him. But I I don't think you can keep having Drew fail. Like, he's failed so much. I don't think Drew McIntyre could just continue to be a failure. I don't think that is a... This is what I talked about with the the Hangman page and and Swerve Strickland. Like, I don't think Hangman can come out and just call this man a failure, a failure, a failure, and then he fail again. And it was Swerve. He won, so he wasn't a failure. Like, it it feels like Drew is continuing to say, like, you know... I'm questioning if this is worth it. You know, my sacrifice, uh, you know, I, I, I failed at WrestleMania. I failed at clash at the castle. I failed at crown jewel. Is he just going to fail again on day one. It's like, yeah, you big dumb dork failure. I think he should, I think he's going to win.
0: Maybe he should go back to NXT and beat up everybody there and then not be a failure and then injured Ilya Dragunov. And anyway, Stop. uh, Oh, okay, okay, just for you, I'll stop it. The story with Drew is being is being told in a way that I kind of agree with you. You do almost need to give him that victory. However, you have a world championship that is still new. This is the first champion and the first reign. Do you set this title up as one that has a big reign, a long-standing reign to create importance? They've that with
1: Seth. Seth has held this title since... This summer, he's had it for six months now, right? It'll be
0: almost six months. Yes. And that, and that's good. But then you are also looking at the other side of it where, and I'm not saying he has to hold it for three years, but we've got Roman Reigns who's over 1200 days at this point. I'm not advocating for this to be a super duper long ring, but it's like, is this long enough? I will. And I'm going to kind of play devil's advocate to myself as to why maybe it has been long enough. And that's because Seth has been putting the title on the line and wrestling, actively throughout 2023 both on ple and on raw so there is reason to say that the world heavyweight championship on raw is important enough to have someone lose it and have a new champion on the first of the year that would that would be a moment and you're right that would be putting seth back into chase mode drew can be a real asshole about it and seth can come after drew maybe as early as the rumble
1: that's that's what I said last week. I think Drew wins. I think Seth probably gets it back at the rumble. Maybe he does it. Maybe Seth goes into the Rumble and here's a monkey wrench for everybody. What if Drew wins? Who knows where Drew is, is gonna go after that. Seth enters the rumble. Seth wins the rumble. Seth goes after Roman. What if Roman and Seth is the mania match? I don't think they capitalized enough on that, by the way. I They had that match at Rumble, which was the story was really good. And then it ended in a DQ and then it, they never touched on it again, except Seth in like interviews. Like, cool. I think there is a real story to be told between Seth and Roman. I don't think this is where they're going to go, by the way, uh, because they've set up so much with Seth and Punk and everything. But just let's just throw stuff out there.
0: So I don't hate what you're saying and I do agree to a certain to a certain degree but it's still Cody. It's still Cody is that guy. He is the the only white meat baby face that you have. The, like completely white meat. There is uh, on the top. There's no one else like him. Like set the same things that Cody would never say. He wouldn't say I don't give a shit about your family. Yeah, because be like, he's
1: not a big old dork like Cody. But that's
0: the thing. Cody is a big old dork, and that's what people love about him right now. It's, it's Seth they're, they're... didn't get a
1: rubber chicken thrown at him
0: at WrestleMania. <laughs> Did Seth win his match at WrestleMania? Yeah, Logan Paul. So there you go. No chickens needed. Logan Paul lost. Seth won. So case in point, you've got and again, I I, I don't I don't count Sami Zayn right now because he's not on the show. I'm talking actively featured wrestlers, you've got Seth Rollins. Or sorry, not Seth Rollins. You got Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is the guy that everyone is like you're cheering unabashedly for. And he is the dork that everyone wants to win. So his
1: father was an inbred.
0: <laughs> Did you say the you yeah. <laughs> are? Oh, the Grammarites had a good time with that. It was fun. Uh anyway. No, I
1: I think I think Drew I think Drew wins day one. I think Seth gets it back at the rumble and then I still think we're going Seth and Punk at the Rumble however or at uh, Mania however you get there. We've we've clouded it. these long reigns with like Roman and MJF have clouded brains of like every title needs to have a long reign type of thing. Like you can use the title to finish stories in other ways. So I, I saw somebody mention of Drew winning and then Damien cashing in. Yeah, that makes some sense to me. I don't know priest doesn't really feel like that guy is sort of my issue right no, now. No, he doesn't.
0: He's too busy having yuck yucks with uh, with our truth and it's great. Yeah, but that, I mean, look, but that rules. rules. It rules. It objectively rules, but like he's not serious about catching in. He's more serious about leading or being the guy in the judgment day when everyone else well not everyone, when Rhea's like, No, you're not, you're my bitch. That's like the story is not right now about Damien Priest's ascent with money in the bank. It is about Damien Priest and the judgment day and their problems or lack thereof, whatever you want to call it. Or being really pissed at the creeds after the main event. Uh whatever that <laughs> whatever that was. So yeah, the the Damian Priest thing is that yeah, there's there's nothing on the table for him that makes sense right now in cashing in that briefcase.
1: Oh I guess. Mean, this- cashing in wants to to screw over drew after drew uh you know wins the title drew finishes his story and then priest just comes in and screws him over and then drew is going after priest and maybe that's the rumble match maybe it's drew and priest and maybe drew gets the title back then okay then where's it going for for mania with drew like there's a lot of options i i I think me personally, the option is, uh, drew winning day one, Seth, getting it back rumble. And then Seth and punk at rumble. That's, that's what I would do
0: personally. They still have six months left on that tarmac. Jeff Valley driver. I'm just letting you know <laughs> they've got yeah, a lot. Yeah, of- they- you, and you like you can change priest on a dime and make him more, you know, more of a killer than ever. So they, you got time. I think, um, Again, and and this is another thing about like the long title reign situation is that we have become accustomed. Like you said, you mentioned MJF is over a year. Roman Reigns is twelve hundred days. Gunter is another good example of this. He's well over a year at this point. Maybe it is okay to have a world championship that finally changes hands, and that could potentially be hot potatoed. I'm not saying one two one two one two, but do a one two, do a go to Drew and then go back to to Seth in time for WrestleMania to set up the punk thing. If you want to add some drama to the CM Punk Seth Rollins story, you can have the title be kind of in the middle, but not there. And then have Drew be absolutely beside himself when he doesn't get the main event because Seth Rollins won it back at, let's say elimination chamber or, you know, let's say Seth wins it back in Perth. And then that night CM Punk wins elimination chamber. Now, all of a sudden we've set that, that match for wrestlemania in perth and that's a huge moment the two of them kind of face each other down at the end of elimination chamber the new champion quote-unquote seth rollins winning it back and cm punk having just outlasted everyone in the chamber that's a moment that's something that you can go off the air with and, and a big like oh my god this match is going to be in a month and that's a big moment
1: got the air at 7 a.m in the morning with that match
0: with that <laughs> that's... down. That show does start at like 4 a.m. Eastern.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's an early one. Everybody, get ready for me to complain a lot as it, uh, as it comes up. But
0: yeah, you this don't. Is also, this is also a very funny and accurate point.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's probably true too. Like, you don't need not every title reign needs to be this long establishing title reign. They've done a good job with Seth. He's had it for basically half the year now, a lot of title defenses, a lot of good title defenses. Um, He's helped establish that. Yeah, I think CM Punk, uh, his promo helped establish the the world that Seth's title as well. I think the work Drew's doing right now is further establishing this title as being important. You don't need a one year reign to be like, ah, this is making, this makes the title important. You, you make the title important by, one, who has the title, what they're doing with the title, and two, who is chasing the title and how they feel about the title as well. And they've done a good job with that.
0: Yeah. Let's hit a couple of super chats here. Uh, Will Chisholm says, I, I think they're using R-Truth to help turn Damien Priest baby face because it feels like he actually likes Truth. And then we talked about this on Monday. Everybody likes R-Truth.
1: He literally said last week that he didn't like Truth. He's like, "Ah, oh, you're a funny guy. Everybody like, And then he attacked R-Truth.
0: Yeah, and then he decided that, nah, I like this this court jester of a man. He's funny. Yeah,
1: I guess so. But... Well,
0: it's because you've got J.D. McDonough's, like, bottom of the bottom of the barrel. Like, he's so far, he's under the barrel. And then R-Truth, and then Damien Priest. So, like, if you're making fun of J.D. McDonough, then you are Damien Priest's best friend. So, R-Truth gets to do that.
1: People yep. are saying, uh... What what's the middle ground between year long title reigns and, and hot potato title reigns. I, I think your definition of hot potato has to be sort of defined there, because if you think that drew winning at day one, and then Seth getting it back at rumble is hot potato. Then I don't know if there is a great middle ground. I see hot potato as like drew winning at day one. And then, priest winning at cashing in and then seth winning at rumble that's a a hot potatoing a title like hot
0: hot potatoing is charlotte flair winning the women's world championship at uh what was it hell in a cell 2016 and then sasha banks winning it back that monday night on raw and then two weeks later they go back to charlotte and hot potatoing infers that you are going back and forth multiple times over a very short span of time. This isn't hot potatoing. This is, and someone else had mentioned it. These are credible world champions who are also former world champions and currently credible opponents to the world champion himself. So for me, um, I don't think, yeah, Val brought up the 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 hot potatoing with Sasha and Charlotte. So so credit to her. The point being, there is there's no hot potatoing in this in this conversation we're having. Hot potato would be. Drew drops it to Seth on Monday the 1st, and then on Monday the 8th, Seth wins it back. And then on the the seven days after the 8th, because my math is awful, uh, the 15th, you would then have CM Punk suddenly win the title. And then we go into the Rumble, and Seth wins it back from Punk somehow because we're just hot-potatoing and hot-shotting a wrestlemania main event. So that would yeah. be hot-potato. What we're really talking about here is just like it's a quick exchange of the belts, but it's done so with a storyline purpose and not just because we're trying to pop a rating. Like, January 1st show being made to be a big show, they're popping a rating, but they're doing it because it's the right, like, it's the right time to do it. You don't have another pay-per-view for the rest of the year. SmackDown is also doing a special on that Friday. They're calling it New Year's Revolution. Spoilers. But uh, that is something that they're promoting to because they want, and this is fine, once in a while, you have a big themed episode of Monday Night Raw or... Smackdown or AEW Dynamite Holiday Bash or AEW Dynamite Winter is Coming or AEW Dynamite Fight for the Fallen or A- sorry I'm going to stop. <laughs> but the point is it's okay to have specials. Um with the AEW example by the way, it makes sense because they were doing quarterly pay-per-views at the time. So, yeah, that's where we're at. It's okay to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um as long as it makes sense, then um I'm okay with it. Uh and you know some of the stuff um- I mean, it might burn a little. Like, stop! It. Not uh, having
0: sex with the hot potato. Wait, I'm just. It might burn. That's no, all. Stop it. The robot it can also burn because the robots can overheat. Why did I bring this back up? Can Can the robot overheat? Is this confirmed? Well, I mean, it's something that they, listen. Just like a Tesla, <laughs> Teslas are known for crashing. So I'm sure that this will be the same thing.
1: You see that video where them dudes were like kicking this car, and like
0: there's plenty of videos like that. You're gonna to have to be more. Yeah, specific.
1: but they were kicking the the they were kicking the Elon truck. You know what I'm talking about. I gotta I gotta like pull this up. They were throwing, they were throwing like the shittiest looking kicks in the world on this. Are we gonna get copyright if I? If I yeah, I wouldn't
0: do it. Yeah, because if it has one of that dorks stuff on it he's probably like
1: yeah i want the money from it But we're we're
0: we're
1: we're doing this on twitter like this show is also on twitter
0: no let's not because he's not monetizing he's not making any money from it you put his stuff up there and he's gonna want a stupid cut of it he's a dork forget that dork 40 billion dollars in the hole from it anyway um let's move on anything else Yeah,
1: yeah they were kicking the they were kicking the cyber truck like throwing the worst kicks i've ever seen.
0: Buy a Rivian if you want a good truck that, and I'm not even a truck guy. If you want a good truck that also has uh, fuel efficiency and electric, buy a Rivian. I don't care what the price is. Go buy a Rivian. That's the truck that people are buying. I'm not even again. I'm not even a truck guy. I live in the city. I use public transit. Buy a buy a friggin' Rivian. Those are the good ones. I don't. I've never heard of that truck. It's they've come out uh, out of nowhere, and every single like car tech person is like a Rivian. Rivian is the name of the brand. Is the name of the the company that makes them so buy the rivian trucks there you go back in my day
1: back in my day we had a ford or a chevy and it was all about towing and trucking and hauling we didn't care about none of this kicking and throwing stuff but i guess america has changed
0: No wonder you're not a truck guy. The idea of a truck is to be extremely wasteful. (laughs) That's a very valid point. But again, like $73,000. Are you going to go double that for a cyber truck. You ever notice... That works.
1: You ever notice... And maybe this is for the the Americans only. Maybe this ain't a thing in Canada.
0: I'm sure it is if you go deep into the North.
1: Americans back me up on this. You ever notice people in like white trucks like white like pickup style trucks just the biggest assholes on the road like is it maybe it's just me every encounter I have with a a white like big style pickup truck just they're gonna cut you off they're gonna pull out in front of you they're gonna ride up on you every single one of them
0: no matter yeah, it's, what it's Canadian thing too and they got is their it, dualies yeah. They're dual wheel bullshit in the back. It's it's yeah, like someone else. Why is saying and the black ones out here? It take the color out. It's just most truck drivers. Sorry if you're a truck driver. A lot of y'all are just assholes. I'd like to think that a lot of them are not watching this show because we're not talking about stuff that a truck driver <laughs> the stereotype would talk about. But uh yeah, yeah, Jeff Valley drivers like that's a thing here too. It's just a thing. People just suck.
1: All of them, man. They got these big trucks, and they just think, "Ah, oh, I can, I can cut you out, uh, cut you off, and just drive however I want." It's like I'm gonna get out of the car, and I'm gonna kick your truck and see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, the lifted trucks, like, yeah. oh man, yeah. it is, it is very much a, a meme. I, I brought that up with uh, my wife as well, and it's just like, what do we? They just, they just drive like assholes. I
0: don't like them. Yeah, because they got a big ass truck, so they're kings of the road or queens yeah. of the road. Let's not let's let's, let's give everyone a chance here Trucks to be the same size.
1: If I take a screwdriver to the tires,
0: That's, well, they're still pretty big at that point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're lifted. Uh, yeah, also lifted. Vulture's the a super chat saying, "Why do I have a feeling somehow, some way, they're going to put Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez back in the tag team?" Going back to our NXT conversation, they very well might, and then they'll probably sp- split them right back up after they lose a tag team title shot against. The new colored, sorry, colorful, color friendly, uh, draped in gold, Casey squared. What do you think of that? You got it, Jeremy. You won.
1: Well, they like gold. They like colors. They like music. Whatever. Like it was, it was a short match. The titles. Chelsea did her best with the the, the what she was given. Is it gonna? Are they going to do anything with them? We shall see. I don't know. What do you you want me to say about this? This women's tag team division has been like nothing. And then they won the titles. Okay, cool. The WWE Women's Tag Team Championships are on the line. As Piper Nevin and Chelsea Green defend against Kaden Carter and Katana Chance. They love colors. They love music. Can Kaden Carter and Katana Chance put their love of colors and music aside? to win gold and prove they love the color gold while listening to their own music.
0: They do indeed love the color gold.
1: (laughs) You can tell just how like I had nothing going there. And I just was like, "They love gold and they're going to listen to their own music. Like what? That's all we know about this team. They showed the same video packages for 20 weeks and then they won the titles. Good on them.
0: Yay. Um, go to
1: NXT and defend them there. They didn't. They didn't win a lot of matches in NXT, so they need to go get redemption. Redemption arc for KC Squared.
0: Exactly. Redemption.
1: I like them. They seem nice. Like I hope they. I hope they do well with them.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure they do a lot of really great party drugs and enjoy the music, and that's great for them. Congratulations to the new women's tag team champions.
1: We should have them on the show. We'll all pop a bunch of Molly before our interview, and then we'll see where see where the interview takes us. What do you think, Joel?
0: I think that's a wonderful idea, and nothing bad would come from that pitch. You ever done Molly, Joel? No, I have not.
1: What's the hardest drug you've done?
0: I uh had an edible during the uh during the the pandemic, and that's about it. That's it. I'm a dad. I don't have time for edible i don't... Uh, I, right. I was i'm i'm I was only a drinker until like the last five years, and then i just kind of cut it all back. Cause I was, I was working with bands and I would be on the road drinking and like, that was it. That was all. And then I was like, one day I was like, Oh, I'm done drinking. I don't want to have a bottle of wine like this. This is gross. And then I stopped. And then, you know, when we got, yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of caffeine. It's diet, diet Pepsi, diet Coke and G fuel. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just, I drink, I, I don't drink much. I've never been one to smoke. Uh, I'm just not a drug guy. That's just me
1: you see that you see that video of the kid like he's on his phone and he's like fake smoking on his phone there's like an oh, app yeah.
0: everyone's like we're doomed and then our friend darnell was like they used to give candy cigarettes to children
1: yeah that thing i everyone thought they were so cool with their candies myself included by the way like the candy cigarette other things are good too granted it was just like pure sugar mashed into a a like uh Chalky co- cocaine, uh chalky uh, cigarette. Like it was really good though. Like it tasted really good.
0: Yeah, of course it did. It was candy.
1: Not all candy tastes good, Joel. Which favorite candy?
0: Not candy corn. Uh, I like peanut M and M's the most. Peanut M and M's are good. Yeah, that's my good. go-to. And also, I, and of course, Reese's peanut butter cups. People know that. Uh, I still have a couple of half-pound cups sitting in my fridge. Shout out to Ryan Sullivan. <laughs> Who has purchased those for me? Uh, let's talk about MJF's contract. I know we asked uh, Andrew Zarian, and then we're gonna kind of curtail that into holiday bash and preview Dynamite. MJF, House of Wrestling said, "Yeah, he resigned. We, we think he resigned. We've been told he resigned." And then Jeff was like, "I didn't do that. What are you talking about? I got. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go finish my contract. And I'm gonna go take some time off. I love AEW, but I haven't resigned my contract." Jeremy you've been reading and reporting on some of this where do you sit on this whole situation you've been, first, you you have been writing some of the the banter and articles that have come from this
1: first let's clear up the correct order of operations here by uh MJF did an interview with Jimmy Traina uh sports media podcast sports sports illustrated media podcast and was asked about it and he said nope haven't resigned love AEW but I've never lied I haven't resigned and then House of Wrestling reported the WWE thought is he has resigned maybe even uh going back to double or nothing last year um I don't know I uh, they dropped the bidding war of 2024 stuff. He's in a lot of promotional material, but then they've also like tried to remove him from promotional material. So they didn't give away this stuff. I will just say, I don't think he would be this featured if he has not re-signed and they would leave it up to the final day of his contract before actually like re-signing him or anything like that I, I do think that i do think he has i i think that they had to drop the story because it's a heel story to be like yeah might leave go to wwe with this title and he's a baby face i think that's why they have dropped it and I, I think that we, we will see MJF on AEW TV for years to come.
0: So I think he's resigned. I think they're going to bring back the bidding war of 2024 starting tonight, though. I think that because he's now put it out there and it's caught some attention, I think they might play it into the last week or two of build towards world's end. I think they're just just to just to do it. I don't think he's leaving AEW. I don't. I think most people who are in the know don't. And that's the one thing about AEW is that most of the fans are in the no online types uh, who might not be as invested in this, knowing that it feels like MJF is going to stick around, but I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to do this.
1: We'll see. We shall see. I, is, I'm not is
0: a good point by the way, TK's done this twice. Cody and Mox, both holding titles while off contract. Now, a little bit different, but let's just take this in a storyline way. Cody was holding the TNT title on his way out. Mox was off contract. Oh, he had got resigned around the time, didn't he?
1: No, nah, he said he said that there was the interview. I'd have to get his like exact quote, but he did say that like he was technically like not really under a deal before he resigned. It was when the the punk injury happened, and he yeah won the title.
0: It's when yeah he did that with Renee, didn't he? Yeah, he was, that was the "I'm sick of people in high school" reference. Yeah, that, <laughs> that did rule, but yeah. So, so again, just worth pointing out. Like for those who, who knows, maybe MJF is the devil. There you go.
1: See, I'm I'm kind of uh, I thought about that. I still think it's uncool, but I did think of uh, because they haven't brought it up, and maybe they do. Maybe they do. uh, Bring it up tonight. I did think like World's End closes. MJF revealed as the devil, and he's like, "By the way, I haven't signed a contract. Peace out." And that—that's his whole whole thing. I did think about that's how they how they do it with the reveal, and also with, "Hey, MJF hasn't resigned."
0: If you want to get weird with the MJF stuff and the devil. They brought him back because he agreed to terms that were that came about. MJF did with Tony Khan to bring him back after he had called him a mark and blah 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 blah. So MJF could do it again, be like, "I'm the devil and this time I'm out." See ya, bye. And then he takes a week or two off. Uh, we focus on new TNT champion Adam Copeland for a couple of weeks, and then MJF comes back. You know, what's the next pay per view? Is Revolution? And that's in in early March. That's the third of March. So. You could you could take a couple of weeks and start building around Sting and his final match uh, and give MJ at the time off, which, you know, by all accounts, he seems to need, given his injuries and the reporting on those injuries. So you could have him win and then walk off and be like, yeah, I'm the devil. Problem is, you walk off and he's not there. Someone's got to do the devil's bidding or someone's got to tell the story of the devil while the devil is out convalescing.
1: That's where Adam Cole comes in.
0: Bay-bay! He's also still injured. He is,
1: but like... Just the devil goes away and we don't have him for a little while. And we don't have a champion off television for a little while.
0: Which again, there are so many titles in that company. This is something that you can get away with depending on how you, uh, the, the, there you go. You can spend the time building the continental classic, the triple crown as a major championship that main events, the shows and make it a big, a big title. You've got the international championship for a long time. That was at the forefront while the world champion was doing the Adam Cole stuff. People like that. You do have, again, this is the, one of the very few benefits to having so many championships is that you can spend some time building one while another one is off the show. So I can expect to see that. Maybe MJF does win on, on uh, world's end and then blows a kiss to the audience and hightails it. Or, he gets his you know lights on, lights off, and he's got the mask, and it's him all along, brother brother.
1: I hope they don't do the blow the kiss and then leave thing. Like we know that what that's a reference to. We just don't really need to to do all of that. Like, okay, we we get it. We we get it. Like, I don't know. Uh I, I agree with Jeff Ellie Driver. This is the true fact here. Just have Samoa Joe win.
0: The man deserves it. He's if nothing else he's consistent. He is very consistent. He's good on the mic. Great in the ring. He's great on the mic. Great in the ring. He's, he's someone that you can absolutely build around, but also he's a guy who, you know, for some, they're going to sit there and be like, Oh, he's this old and blah, blah, blah. And it doesn't matter. You've, you've got a big pay-per-view coming up. That's being billed as things last match. And guess what they're doing. You're almost selling out that venue and we're still a couple months away. So, the The age doesn't matter. It's the consistency and the star power.
1: Yeah, I'm with I'm Jeff Valley Driver. Like with Punk not there, it doesn't it doesn't hit the same anymore. Like doing a Punk reference with when Punk is like left and everything that has happened, it just feels like eh. And then you give the the Punk fans of like, see, they can't stop talking about him. They can't stop doing stuff. And it's just like, eh, well, we don't need to do any of that. We just, we no, just don't.
0: No want Y'all are gonna hate it when MJF retains the title and immediately Nick Nemeth comes out and he's like, "I'm here to show the world that I'm it should have been me." And then that's gonna be the next title match at Revolution. Why Solvable sent us a super chat saying, "Thanks for all you guys do as usual. Thank you." Um, what do you guys think is a good New Year's resolution for all the major promotions? I think I hope AEW focuses on rotating talent more effectively. I think kind of what I just said about the titles was kind of a new year's resolution that i can see them aim in on and yeah that i kind of agree with the focusing on making sure talent are are more effectively used and just putting your foot down more in the backstage that's what i would like to see more of
1: my new year's resolution for AEW is to stay alive because i hear they're on death's door
0: have you considered a reset
1: to restore the feeling as well, I would like them to restore the feeling. That is my New Year's resolution for now. Now we have to pay you.
0: Now we have to pay what? Now we have to pay them because you'd use the thing.
1: Now their 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 trademark was something else. I won't say it, so I won't have to pay them. It was not restore the feeling.
0: So I thought it was, but anyway, nope. go ahead. Nope.
1: Sorry, Joel. You should pay more attention to things.
0: I'm not doing that.
1: For WWE, my New Year's resolution is also to stay alive because I hear they are on death's door as well because they have let CM Punk back and he's going to ruin everything and he's going to cause a lot of trouble and that's not, that's not good. And they, they also need to stay alive. I would like wrestling to live. That's my New Year's resolution for all companies. Let wrestling live. And I don't want wrestling to be under attack anymore. That would not be good either.
0: That is the actual uh, statement. That that was what was copyrighted. Can I borrow a feeling?
1: I got a feeling that's a night's gonna be a good night. That's a night's nice gonna be a good good night. A feeling.
0: All right, stop it. Uh, <laughs> my will also mention. You know, he, he did mention other promotions. He just gave AEW as his first. Uh, he did mention he's asking TNA New Japan. I don't know if I can do New Japan because I. Kind of, tur- like, I
1: would like them to stay alive because they are <laughs> possibly losing a bunch of talent, and people Sorry. seem very down on New Japan right now.
0: Don't worry, we've got Yodosuchi. Uh He's great, but I mean, you got to start building your your, your talent. Um, TNA, I want them to spend the time building the, just building the legitimacy of TNA again because they built the legitimacy of Impact. And for Christ's sake, I just I hope that they find a, a platform that catapults them forward again and that they gain the trust of more mainstream fans. Uh, it's one of the things that's very difficult about sometimes doing the, the, the impact and TNA stuff and talking about it with people. there are a lot of people who are still stuck on the way the company ran five, ten years ago and there's a there's, there's a general like fool me once shame on me. Type of feeling, and I hope that people give Impact another chance to see that it's a different company with a different set of owners and a different kind of feeling. They they have restored their own feeling, so that is that's something I'm hoping for for Impact is that they they find the uh, the mainstream audience again, and they invest in that.
1: Did you see Scott De Moore's comments of we're on the goal line of signing a game changing free agent? He compared it. Or set it up. He set up the quote by mentioning Kurt Angle and uh, Sting, and uh, there's another person that I forget who was cl- Christian Cage. Like, that's who he set it up with.
0: One of these things is not like the other. Now they're all <laughs> dude. Christian, which Christian one Cage is that? did amazing work? Christian Cage did amazing work. Well, I'm just saying on the on the caliber of when you mention Okay, Sting, Angle, and Christian in a TNA reference. One hundred percent, Sting, Angle, and Christian in like a—it's just—it's weird sometimes putting Christian in that mix. Yeah, why are you Christian such a Christian
1: Cage hater?
0: Well, because he's Canadian, but he tells everyone he lives in Tampa. Uh, Christian,
1: Christian was huge at that. Maybe I'm just too much uh, too much a Christian Cage fan, but like he was huge at that time because nobody was like jumping like that. Everyone like even Sting, bless Sting, but like. He was just a WCW guy who was like, yeah, I'm really going to W Let me go over to TNA and just see what's happening. Like, that's what it was. It was just, Hey, here's the WCW cast offs or indie guys, you know, now going to TNA. Like Christian was that dude who like, actually was like, you know what? Let me go over here and, and do something and try to build something. you're right. Here. That
0: was big. He took, he took a chance on himself. And I don't know if you know the story that went around about it. Christian calling Vince and the travel – like calling the travel uh, – what was it? He, it was Christian was calling WWE Travel to try and get a first-class seat on a flight to a show. And Travel basically said no. And then when he asked Vince, Vince told Christian, no, that's saved for for top talent, for superstar, like for for main event talent. And that's when Christian made the decision that he was going to go to DNA, and get, take a take a chance on himself. Because meanwhile, his best pal uh, Adam Copeland was getting those first class seats in WWE.
1: So let's not dismiss Christian. Here's all I'm
0: saying. You're right. It's just sometimes I, I think about the, the 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 three of them, and maybe it's just the Hall of Fame stuff. Maybe that's all that it is because the two out of three are in that Hall of Fame. Christian will go in 100. It's a
1: fake uh, Hall of Fame, Joel.
0: You're right; it is. They're can all you, fake. Can,
1: can you tell me where it's located, and I can visit it?
0: Yes, it's in Titan Towers in elevator number two.
1: It, it's it's a fake Hall of Fame.
0: What about the Impact one?
1: That one's fake too. All these Hall I of Fame like, are
0: fake. I feel like that's on like Scott Demore's fridge. Yeah, Maybe like written written with a sharpie. And it's just put up on the fridge.
1: I think they I don't know who it's gonna be who's who they're getting. I like my expectation is maybe like Ziggler, which is good. You know, not not huge to me, but I'm sure a lot of fans will be excited. Um but you know, maybe maybe they get Mercedes. Maybe that's who it is. Like I don't oh. I'm not expecting that high. Maybe it's Okada. I'm not expecting that high Ronda. Uh, like that's, that's fine. Like there's some luster off after the WB run, but look, she looked good in the ROH match and stuff. Um, Oh, but that's, uh, eh, I don't know. I don't know about that, but you know, he's hyping it. Like it's something, something big. So look, man, if it's Goldberg, that's big. Remember when people thought Goldberg, when they brought in Kurt Angle, they thought it was Goldberg. Cause they just saw the bald head on the video package. And like, there's the, the Goldberg chance from the crowd. And then there was Kurt Angle and people got even more excited. Like, Oh shit. Kurt
0: Angle's here. Shelton Benjamin's a good shout, by the way, from Jeff Valley driver, Shelton I like Benjamin. I like him. Like, even Mustafa I think he's Ali. The guy. Yeah. Mustafa Ali would be a good one. I'm hoping it's someone that's a little bit younger. No, no shade at Shelton Benjamin, but it's someone that hopefully you can build around for a little while. Um, Mercedes, I we just saw a super chat. People would act fake mad. Yeah, it's true. Some people would get a certain way, but it's not like y'all were watching it in the first place. So what are you gonna do? Like would Mercedes bring numbers? Sure, I bring this up a lot. With when Trinity came over to TNA to to Impact Wrestling, a lot of people were like, "Oh, is this is another WWE girl," but no, because she didn't have the singles run in WWE that like people remember. This has now become a singles run to remember because she's having very good matches. She's having matches that are also very different and the, she's having the time of her life. She's been very welcomed and, and well respected in that locker room. So it's, it's different. Would I like it to be a female talent? Yeah, I would. Do I want it to be Ronda Rousey? No, I don't. Um, there's nobody else that I could see. I saw someone mention Matt Riddle. And I, was, I hope not.
1: I got it. Got it. Who was it? It's MJF. that this is where he's gonna go i see people in the chat said it shit Uh, y'all y'all we're on the same wavelength though everybody you're you're with me you're with me here that it's gonna be mjf what if it is a working it's a working agreement to send mjf over there for a little while
0: I mean, it's not the first time they've done that. They've had special guest show. Again, this is the one benefit of impact that I talk about over and over again. about T- I'm going to get used to calling it TNA in the new year, I promise. But this is the one benefit that they have is that they work three times a month. So the rest of the time, like they tape in batch. They do a live show once a month. Everything else is just pre-taped. And it's all done on those day or two that you're there. And then you're off and doing your own thing. Could, could you send somebody from AEW 100% could you, could WWE potentially send someone sure why not depending who it is that's part of the you know that's part of the the best of the TNA Impact World is that you're you're featured weekly but you're taped so it's all taken care of in quick succession
1: what if it's what is, if it's MJF he's just gonna come in and just like beat everybody just like Omega did.
0: And I would hate that. <laughs> and I would hate that. What if it what if it is someone from New Japan? What if it's a Yoda Tsuji? Is that big enough? Is that people are not gonna know? It's you know Sammy it, Callahan. It, the draw! I am ready to be back here at TNA Wrestling. Stop. How mad one. are you
1: gonna be? How mad are you gonna be if it's Sammy Callahan, Joel? I feel like i would a cry.
0: Wouldn't be, the first, wouldn't be the first time I've seen Sammy Callahan return to impact wrestling after years off.
1: What if it's the real impact world champion who never lost the title, Joel, who never lost the impact title, who may or may not still have possession of the impact title because they did not mail it back to them.
0: Warhorse. No, who, who is it? Who are you talking about? I don't remember the story.
1: Wow! Wow! Anybody in the chat? You got it. Got it. You got Housen. it. Right, it's not Dan Housen. It's not Dan Housen. Anybody? Anybody in the chat? I'm not going to say anything. What if it's What if it's Brian? He, he he wants to work for TNA once. Danielson's just like, yeah, I got to wrestle in this under the TNA banner just one time, at the
0: very just least. Oh, so I can tell them I did it.
1: Yeah. I think Jeff Valley Driver's figured it out. He just doesn't want to say it. Yeah, oh, no. he got it. Yeah,
0: no, we we've completely erased <laughs> her from our memory. We don't talk about. <laughs> her. They brought her up with the Mexico tapings. I was like, "What are you do?" They tag her, and I was like, "What are you doing here? Why are we doing this?" Yeah, we're not doing
1: that. Nope. She never lost the title, Joel.
0: nope. No, no. More likely, she joins the Marines anyway.
1: Bro, it's Jeff, Jarrett, we're cooking again, baby. TNA is a fully back. The feeling restored. All these other terms that I'm probably too old to use. It's all good. And to cross the line, baby,
0: no, it's carrying cross the line. That's what it's
1: AJ Styles just coming back, and just doing like some one-off stuff. That'd be pretty sweet. That would be young wild. Eric Young. I mean, he's he's back. Like, but you know, did he die again? He's still part of.
0: He's the still team. there. He's, okay, once they did the stuff with the design. It, it kind of like finished after that. Eric Young yeah. then teamed. He teamed in the UK. Oh, with fucking Anderson. hell.
1: If it is this man, we are all the way back. Yes. All the way.
0: Maybe it's Dave LaGreca. Maybe it's Dave LaGreca. He got signed.
1: I'm going to be disappointed if it's not Monty Brown.
0: Wow. Anybody else is a on the internet You'll be angry on the internet?
1: Yeah, anybody else is a disappointment. If you can't get me Monty Brown, what are we doing?
0: Let's preview Dynamite. Holiday Bash.
1: We have a great episode of AEW Dynamite tonight live, eight PM Eastern on TBS.
0: Oh, you just froze. That's great. I thought that you were looking at the card. And got confused. Now you're you're back, Tony.
1: We have a great episode of AEW Dynamite live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, TBS. It's the final week of league action in the AEW Continental Classic. We have three great matches for everybody in the AEW Continental Classic. Mark Briscoe takes on Jay Lethal. Both men are looking for a win in the AEW Continental Classic. This match, both men have been eliminated from potentially making the finals, but they're still facing each other for respect and for bragging rights. Can one man pick up a victory and actually win in the AEW Continental Classic between Mark Briscoe and Jay Lethal, a rivalry renewed between these two men? Plus, Swerve Strickland, he needs a win to stay alive in the AEW Continental Classic Gold League. If he wins, it's possible he'll be in the finals. If he loses against Roosh, then Swerve Strickland is going to need a lot of help to make it to the finals of the AEW Continental Classic. The other match, AEW Continental Classic in the Gold League, John Moxley against Jay White. John Moxley just needs a win or a draw, and he is in the finals of the AEW Continental Classic Gold League Finals. If Jay White wins, he will become into the finals, depending on what Swerve Strickland does. Jay White can also like get a draw, and if Swerve Strickland loses, then Jay White gets into the finals. There's a lot of scenarios, everybody. Tune in tonight. Live, 8 p.m. Eastern, AEW Dynamite, Excalibur, will give you all these scenarios that I'm sure won't confuse anybody and will complain about too much math and whatnot going on in the AEW Continental Classic. Plus, in the women's division, Soraya takes on Rio. With the winner getting an AEW Women's Championship match at AEW World's End against Tony Storm, who will punch their ticket to AEW World's End to face Tony Storm? Will it be former Women's Champion Soraya, or will it be former Women's Champion Rio? Tune in tonight live, 8 p.m. Eastern, AEW Dynamite, TBS, to see who will face Tony Storm and walk the red carpet next to, beside, behind, after. Tony Storm at AEW World's End. All that. And Roderick Strong will take on Commander. Because Commander made fun of Roderick Strong's neck. And Roderick Strong is back to prove he's still one of the best wrestlers in the world. Commander coming off a great match at, a, at ROH Final Battle. One of the final two men in the ROH TV title. Survival of the fittest. Him and Kyle Fletcher. Had a great one-on-one contest with Kyle Fletcher winning to win the ROH TV title, the vacated title. Who was that title vacated by? Joel Pearl? It was vacated by Samoa Joe. We'll hear from the former ROH TV champion Samoa Joe live tonight, AEW Dynamite, 8 p.m. Eastern. He will also speak alongside M-
0: Wait for it. Wait for it. He's back.
1: What will Samoa Joe have to say at 8 p.m. Eastern live on TBS? We'll find out. We'll also find out what MJF will have to say. We've not seen MJF since he was laid out, presumably by the devil's men backstage two weeks ago on AEW Dynamite. That episode also aired at 8 p.m. Eastern live on TBS. MJF was taken out. Was it Hangman Page? Samoa Joe thinks so. But last week on AEW Dynamite live, 8 p.m. Eastern, TBS. Hangman Page was taken out by the devil's men. We saw the devil get out of a car. Who is the devil? Maybe MJF knows. Maybe he will provide more insight. Maybe Samoa Joe knows. Maybe he will provide more insight. The only way you will know, fine folks of AEW fans and freedom of, of all ages, is tuning in tonight live, 8 p.m. Eastern, AEW Dynamite, on TBS. All of that And we have a five-minute overrun thanks to our great partners at Warner Brothers Discovery and the Turner Networks on TBS. We will be going until 10.05, at the very earliest 10.05. We might go to 10.10. Who knows? All I know is our great partners at Warner Brothers Discovery have given us a five-minute overrun, and they will allow us to go a little bit more because we were the number one rated show on cable last Wednesday. The number one show in all of cable. Was AEW Dynamite? Thanks to you, the great AEW fans, for tuning in to AEW Dynamite live, 8 p.m. Eastern, TBS. Justified. This is Awesome Chance.
0: What What is the tournament for tots?
1: Man, that's just what they're they're doing. Toys for tots, dude. They're giving like a million dollars worth of toys to people until I- so they're calling it like tournament for tots.
0: I get it. It's just very strange that suddenly this week is the tournament for tots while they're in the middle of the other one. That was the one thing. I know people get confused about the math. For me, it was like, what was the difference between the tournament for tots and the tournament that's like, what are we what what is the continental classic tournament for All tots? Right. Is there Here. a tots are we doing an AEW Continental Classic Tots title?
1: First, that would rule. Here's what we need though. We need kids. Baby fights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We need kids. Like a a Mark Briscoe kid, a J Lee like they, they're just portraying the wrestlers in this tournament. And like they're doing move for move what these what the wrestlers are doing, like in like a mini ring on the stage or something. Like we need like little eight-year-olds out here doing this. Alright? I'm for the the kid that gets the Moxley, the Moxley that they, he's gotta cut himself open. I mean, that's probably, like, some type of violation. Eight-year-olds bleeding all over the place. But, like, that's what we need. You want to do tournament for tots? The best thing in the world is when I go to, like, a hockey game and they do, like, the Mighty Mites, the little kids playing hockey during the intermission. Or the, you go to a basketball game, it's the little kids playing basketball intermission. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. I need little kids wrestling. And then they get mad at each other, start shooting on each other. Get some shoot fights between these little eight-year-olds. That's what I want.
0: As long as they do a WLC. That was one of the greatest matches of all time. It was one of the greatest matches of all time. Anyway, we're going to be back on Friday. No, no, gonna... every, everybody's saying, everybody's saying little people. No. No, children. Legit kids. Children. We're doing yeah. a children's fight league. That's what we're doing.
1: CFL. We need, we need children out here doing this wrestling can you imagine the kid that's got to be like mark briscoe oh man gotta roll. take out
0: two of those teeth right off the bat sorry kiddo rule so although in right. the age they might have already taken out anyway not important we'll be the back kid confronted. who is roosh
1: is just like knocking the shit out of people oh so angry
0: <laughs> you're just picking the angriest kid that you can oh they're gonna be so angry
1: support <laughs> children Support, yeah, I mean, you can support little people as well. Support everybody. Support robots who you may or may not be able to fuck.
0: Support us here on the channel by leaving a thumbs up on the way out and maybe subscribe to this channel. I don't know why anymore, but uh, we drop content daily-ish, I guess. New episode of Breadcubed. Bread Club dropped yesterday. I think it's time for lunch. Uh, And there's going to be new content throughout the week. Rob and Maggie on Friday. We're going to be back on Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern to talk more wrestling. And of course, hopefully, not robots, but other things that we find. It's already a kids' tournament. That's good stuff. Uh, Jeremy, anything else you want to plug before we get on out of here?
1: This fucking song annoys me every year.
0: Every year. That's right.
1: Oh, I hate it so much. I hate it so, so much. Jim Ross is back tonight. Did you see that? Did you hear about that?
0: Well, of course he is, because they're in Oklahoma, so they gotta find a way to make a fool out of Jim Ross in his hometown.
1: Nah, they ain't gonna make a fool out of him. You're right. They're, they're not either.
0: gonna do an AE. They're not AEW doing a WWE thing, they would never. They're gonna give him a watch, and then Roddy Strong's gonna come out and he's gonna be like, Jim Ross! Jim Ross! And then they're gonna do a thing with Commander and then the watch.
1: Do you think do you think JR is like gonna like going to call the action. Or you're just going to like come out and just like chill.
0: I think he's just going to come out and be like, hi. And then they're going to give him a watch and then that'll and be that's it. it. That's it. And then they'll, it'll run into whatever comes up next in the segments.
1: I I hope that uh Shea Gill just Alexander is, is there tonight. Uh I, I hope Chet Holmgren is there. And, you know, so AEW can see what real superstars look like.
0: And I hope you'll join us again on Friday. 10 Do you know m-
1: either of those people, Joel? Do you know who Chet,
0: they are? Chad Holgram, a football player or a basketball player?
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Anyway, I'm at Joel Pearl, J O E L P E R L. We'll be back Friday, 10 a.m. for more of this and all the other stuff. Go ahead. We'll see you then, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Fuck Come some robots, play. everybody. Uh, bye.